DJ, button pusher, commissioner of the league, whatever you want to call me, I still reign supreme. Anybody. I feel like if they're going to capture him out of his home, they should at least eat him afterwards. And Dawn. Put it in my Coca-Cola and drink it. Because I refuse to smoke it. Then you're really a terrible person. The Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Uh, we'll begin with uh, this uh, email uh, that came in earlier this morning, RAD at radradio.com, and covers what a lot of people are talking about or will be talking about in our, our general area, the weather. Didn't disappoint uh, the, uh, oh my Lord. so far. Uh, <laughs> public safety officials are pleading with people to stay off the roads in western Nevada and the Sierra. Uh, in the Sacramento area, that was so eerie driving in to the studio without giving away geographical locations. I do take uh, I-80 for a good part of my my commute and it was so weird because everything is dark along a corridor of i-80 oh there are there are multiple towns that have there is no power oh it, and, and it's like it's more eerie than covid days the end of the world it's, 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 it's like <laughs> I, I driving in during covid though that first few weeks there were no cars on the road yeah this was this was more weird just the, like all the businesses, every you could only You're just used to seeing it you, lit up. You would you would see off in the distance a hospital like that's that's lit up and nothing else is very strange. So on my part of town, I'm more in the city area and I'm driving up towards same same freeway I-80, but I'm going eastbound and I hit Placer County area and I noticed everything hmm. was dark all of a sudden. I was it, like, oh yeah, no one's got power over here. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's it's PG&E, it's Smud, it's part of Roseville Electric. It, they're all having. In fact, we're at. Uh, 735,000 customers across the state uh, do not have uh, power. There's nine. There's 100,000 customers in the Sacramento area uh, that don't have power as of this morning. And um, yesterday, 20 flights in and out of the Sacramento International Airport were canceled as a result of uh, weather. So in our neighborhood, we have like these tall... Well, like lights you have in your neighborhood, but they're just tall and they're like metal. I, I mean, they're... Uh, you would not think they would move, right? They look very well constructed, really nice, and like heavy. And I, I look out our kitchen window, and I'm like, "Oh well, that's interesting." I see one kind of rocking back and forth. I'm like, "Oh dear God, if that were to fall, the damage it would do." We have a we have I'm a potted like, a ceramic potted plant out front that blew over. <laughs> um, we haven't had power. Thank God we have a generator. We haven't had power. Our neighborhood is eerie too. There's like four houses that are lit and then everything else is just completely dark uh, we haven't had power since yesterday afternoon haven't had wi-fi since uh late last night yeah we went out of power for a few hours yesterday as well in my neighborhood but i just wanted to give a quick shout out and thank you to the first responders like the fire department police department everybody working for pg and and smud i heard the sirens all day yesterday Aww. they did not stop and i just felt terrible that they had to go and work on that condition yeah, yeah. and and they're still working because there's so many people without power so uh, kenny wrote in uh, this morning, he says, I'm sitting here in my truck at work and it's raining. I like to get to work early just in case there's issues on the way. I work for a garbage company driving a garbage truck. Thank you. We're in this industry. Men are the majority here. Put this on Kyle's list. Absolutely. We always try to, to you know, notice the garbage men. And on yes. days like this, more than ever. He says, I'm in my truck waiting to go inside. It's about 520 and I'm listening to 104.7 FM in the Sacramento area. Uh, and I see, that's the station we're on, people. <laughs> and I see a co-worker start to get out of his car. And I see an umbrella. And then the coworker. The rain is coming down good, but I've never seen a man at this line of work walk inside with an umbrella. <laughs> it's just water. With this job, sometimes you have to get out of the truck in the rain to pick up oil, fallen carts, etc. If this is allowed, is this allowed to do as a man? No, no, it's, it's not, Kenny. In my opinion, this should only be acceptable if you are with your partner and you are holding the umbrella over him or her 
and you're under it too. Otherwise, it's just rain. It's nothing to be scared of. Never used an umbrella since I was a child. <laughs> I wear a hoodie in the rain, and that's it. I'm not sure if this has been asked before or if it's worth the discussion, since I listen to your show every day at work. Random odd questions like these occur to me, and I have to ask. Yes, we've discussed it over the years. Umbrellas are for women, period. They're there to oh. protect your women, your yes. woman, or, uh, or or just for a, a woman. Dude, and they're cute and decorative, too. They're fine. That's why they're for women. <laughs> and, and, I mean, the... the the, the man, I mean, the man should never be holding an umbrella, and the more fruity the umbrella, the worse it is. Oh. Okay, so, yeah. sorry to make this dark, but what if it's in the case of a funeral outside in the rain, and you have a nice suit on, mm. and you don't want the rain to hit you? Is that still not okay as a man? Of course, that's why we have overcoats. <laughs> that, that's what overcoats are for, is to protect your I, suit. I mm. just don't even know in all the years I've been with my husband, I've never, I don't, he does not own an umbrella. No, no. I don't know where an umbrella is. What about those umbrella hats? You know, like there's little yeah. little umbrella hats. Those You're not actually funny. holding it up, but it's a hat. Like that's that's fine, great. right? Oh I mean, God, only because funny. it's so goofy oh that you gosh. probably could get away with it. Yeah, I mean, as a, as a dude, I guess. So I guess as long as you have two beers attached to yeah. the same hat with straw going down your or, mouth, or preferably it's got like a, the the logo of your favorite football there team on it or something like yeah. that. I, I think I think Manland would accept that. I mean, think about any man who works outside. If you saw them in the rain holding an umbrella over what? themselves as they're right. trying to work. Like Kenny. Exactly. Imagine watching your, your no. garbage man get out no. for whatever reason. Yeah. Most of them don't have to get out of the truck, but like you said, there's reasons. You get the umbrella out. No. Not acceptable. And and Kenny says he, he, he wears a hoodie in the rain. I have a hoodie on today. I didn't even put it up when I was outside and it was raining. <laughs> no. It's it, like it's just water. Of course, I don't have to worry about the hair thing. But still, it's like... Heck, I'm a girl. If my hair's up in a bun, which usually ends up happening, why am I putting a, an umbrella over me or a hoodie? It, no, but you can't. I could. Yes. But I'm just saying, even if a girl decides that, and then you see a dude walk past you with one, that's bad. Well, umbrellas are pretty pointless anyways half the time. You go out in the rainy weather, and if there's any gust of wind happening, your umbrella's useless. Which is all we're getting in, in the Northern California, Northern Nevada areas, endless wind. I disagree. Every umbrella has a point on the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christina wrote in, uh, said, I just drove from L.A., and there's a tree down on the freeway before the Riverside oh. exit. Uh, I have a friend that drives uh, Ubers uh, on the graveyard shift now and then, and uh, we were texting back and forth this morning. He's had to avoid three downed trees in the greater Sacramento uh, area as he's been driving people to and from. One of, I don't know, are they pine trees, redwoods? I don't know. <laughs> One of them in our backyard. Big I, difference. I yesterday was like, is that thing going to fall? You women, I swear. I mean, but they're big, right? But I'm like, it's it's coming out of the roots. This this thing is gonna it's gonna tumble right on our roof. As I as I told my wife uh, when she made me do the walk around in the yard yesterday because <laughs> trees were blowing and uh, yes! I'm like there's nothing we can do. We had branches falling <laughs> off of them. You, I'm like you, the trees right. coming down. I'm like I, you can't stop my it. My husband looks at it like awesome. Let's trim and I gotta do. Right. I mean keep it, keep them cracking. I, there's there's. <laughs> the, <laughs> Mother Nature has never lost. So, no, so it's very like, true. you just look at it and go, well, <laughs> yes, honey, if that tree were to go this way, it would be in our living room. What would you like me to do about that right now? Oh. You want to leave? I mean, there's nothing you can do. I think of the windows. Okay. I, and the walls. Oh, my God, please, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think of whatever's going on in the present that I can control. Uh, that's what I think of. I'm like, I'm going to go back to the show here. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> you know, hey, can I press play now? You, you want to worry some more, huh? Oh, so uh, I thought it was a good time then uh, to go back to uh, last week. Uh, we we brought up the uh, 
the topic of, oh, oh, it was during the pressure cooker. We had, we had a question about uh, IBM, what it stood for, International Business Machines. And the reason I had it in the pressure cooker was it gave me a chance to do the news story that they are telling the, their, their workers to get back to the goddamn office. Yes, it is 2024, by the way, if, if you're wondering. And they just want them to come in three days a week, and the workers were going nuts, saying, no, I don't know. We, we can work from home. And then I made the, the offhanded comment. It, was, it pulled up all the, the, the surveys that corporations have had it because they, they're, they're, they can track less productivity from people that are working at home. And multiple surveys, which I cited last week, uh, have work, people who work from home admitting, yeah, I don't, I don't work as hard. I, 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 no, I'm doing, I'm doing all these things to get away with, with. Uh, well, with what was the, that I needed to do in the kitchen? Yeah, oh exactly. man, oh, and there's laundry. So uh, I, I mentioned, uh, I read a few last week, and then I mentioned that people had some very strong opinions about the working from home versus going to work and working in, in the office uh, on both sides. And so I, I saved them up, and I promised we'd revisit them. And uh, we got this one here from Mick, hey, Mick, who says, "I noticed that the people screaming." about this, meaning going back to the office, have probably never signed the front side of a paycheck. They're also likely the reason why their company is calling everyone back into the office. People are inherently lazy and need the structure of the office to remain focused and productive. Because somebody wrote in and said, I just feel like this is a power grab by the boss. They just want to con control you. Uh, and she, she didn't have any, she didn't cite any stats or anything, but she didn't believe that people were less productive at home. And that's when I had to pull out all the surveys where they admit to being less productive. And, and, I, and I pointed out, in the IBM's case, and in most cases, uh, Apple, a few other tech companies, they're offering a compromise. They're saying work from the office like three days a week. And people are still just losing it over this. It, it, it's so, I don't know what the word, bizarre, crazy, I don't know, or speaks to where we've come, or just maybe human nature. Like, literally always we've gone into an office if you have a job. There, there's always been a sprinkle of people that were able to work at home. But like it, it's 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 very common. You leave your home and you go to work. It used to be, and literally just within a couple years, yep. years of that destroyed. Now it all seems like, what do you mean? You want me to leave the house and drive to a, a building? It's huh? uh, it's more it's like, like decades. God. Decades has been destroyed. Uh, yeah. Um, and it, crazy. It, it, yeah. It, 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 there are there are certain things that COVID has completely changed that we still don't know will we ever go back. And, and we like it's unheard of when as you say no for decades we've been leaving the home going to work now people think well, how dare you how dare you ask me to do that yes. what are you talking about well, and it plays in perfectly to the 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 movement uh, that has been growing over the last decade of of the work-life balance and yeah. which started as a really good thing absolutely and has gone completely whack to where, oh, where did that bitch go? That uh, there's a, there's a, there's a, of course, we always have to label the stereotypes and, you know, Gen Zers, it's like, right, like nobody in Gen X or boomers are doing this crap. Right. Uh, a Gen Z employee sparked furious debate uh, on um, social media after they told their boss they couldn't attend an 8 a.m. meeting because they had a workout class uh, and they didn't want to uh, have to cancel the 8 a.m. workout class and they wanted to know if the uh, employer was going to pay for the, uh, the cancellation and things like that. So, you know, that's that work-life balance. I, I I usually go in at 9, so I'm going to work out at 8, I think is what it is. I don't have the whole story. Yeah, that's, that's, and um, um, the boss says, oh, everybody's got to be here tomorrow at 8. 
And uh, the uh, Jen's just says, no, no, I work at nine and I've got a class and I can't cancel it. So are you going to pay for the class? Because, you know, work-life balance, I need to work out. I, I could understand that point of view if it was a kid in college and that was your college course that you were paid for and your work <laughs> knew about it ahead of time that you were enrolled in school and that your start time was 9 a.m. Other than that, boo-hoo. Yeah, because it's not like they're asking you to do it every day. This is the new norm. Every day this week or for the next month or whatever it is or now, I need you to come in at this time. We're going to be having these meetings and then that work start. The, you, you, you you just miss a day. No. Like, get over yourself. No, you don't miss a day. No, I'm, you can't tell me. No. <laughs> and that's that's why it went viral. And by the way, okay. overwhelming majority of the comments, for whatever it's worth, agree with her. Well, no, you course. can't do this. No. Of course. Uh, oh. Jasmine says, I can see people being less productive while working at home. There's so many things that distract you. Requires a lot of discipline. I work remotely, and I've never been so productive because I don't allow distractions. That's the key. I hold myself accountable. Pfft, right, and who does that? When I'm on the clock, I'm working. If you are clocked on and not working, that's stealing. It's a work ethic issue. Yeah. If you'll take advantage, then you probably need to have a supervisor physically watching over you take accountability for your actions. Kevin wrote in and said there are a number of TikToks out there of remote workers bragging about working multiple jobs simultaneously, as though it's some kind of life hack. It's simple time theft, and it's unlikely that any of those jobs are actually being completed in a timely manner, right? Mm -hmm. you, 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 work, you, you get multiple jobs where you work from home, and you're doing all of them. You're raking in the dough, but you're not doing any of those jobs really well. When that uh, person brought up work ethic in the email, it's like, I don't even, uh, honestly, I don't even get angry. I, I it, This depresses me, because if you just go outside and run errands for one day, I there... God, it's it is depressing. Work ethic is gone. And and I I don't even look at these people that I see that don't have it as like they're evil, awful people. They just don't have it. It wasn't taught to them. They don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, it, it is it, it it's frightening and it's really sad. And I've learned for me anyway, I I'm like, I need to allow extra time. Because this isn't going to be an in and out thing, even if, let's say, grocery store, even if you want to do self-checkout, it's still not going to, there's not going to be an in and out situation. It is like, I thought this might take me 20 minutes, it's most likely going to take me 40, because of how slow, the lack of people, and they just, I mean, just common things you would think to do because you have work ethic, I, I, I they, they don't do. And then when you suggest it to them, it's like their minds are blown. They've never heard such a thing. <laughs> and and going back to the generational thing, my, my wife and I have noticed how many people my age and older are like that. It is, it's, I mean, I, and which is why I get so pissed off at generational stereotypes. You know, you see this guy with gray hair who's standing around literally doing nothing who should be helping customers. Yep. Oh. And I, I'll tap my wife's shoulder. I go, gee, oh, look at that millennial who's not doing anything. Oh, wait, he's 64. <laughs> I decided one day at the grocery oh, store, I was damn. like, oh, my gosh, I don't, you know, I usually have something for lunch at the house, and I didn't. I'm like, you know, I'll get the sandwich made. This poor kid, I don't know if he was new, but I, he appeared new to me because he, he was really, really slow, and he kept looking at how to make the sandwich. So it's like, okay, you don't have it memorized, right? You, you're, you're probably new, and I'm giving him that grace. What was upsetting to me is right behind him were five people. Oh, yeah. Three young but to our age and they're just talking they're not working it's not like oh they're talking and working no 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 no. 
They're standing there, yip, 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 and they're even looking around. And they're seeing other people get in line for sandwiches. And this poor kid is, he's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, it's okay. You know, and then, of course, some grumpy man comes next to me. He's like, ah, it looks like they need more help. And I'm like, <laughs> a customer? This kid already feels awful. What? Shut up. Well, God. Why would he say that if he can see five employees that are standing I, around I, doing nothing? I don't know. The world's gone crazy, Rob. Which, by the way. I don't know. And I just that's... smiled at him. And then I'm like, I'm not saying a word to him. I'm not engaging. We're not going to have negative talk about this poor kid who's trying his hardest to make this sandwich while these yahoos yip yap behind him. Well, that's how you do know he's the new kid. Because they're, they're all like, let, let the new kid take care of it. We have, we have to gab. Uh, Jeannie wrote in uh, on the other side and said, uh, you guys have a very ignorant and old school view of the work from home subject. People have been working from home for the past four years. Within these four years, child care has become exponentially more expensive. These people are really in a pickle if they have to return to the office. I worked for the state and we have an accountability log. Three hour lunches are very unlikely and productivity is logged. That's hysterical because we have a very close friend who works for the state and does exactly that. So I don't know if it's like different parts of the state but i also know there's all sorts of hacks that have been posted on how you can get away with, with this and, and and did it started during covid and this person would would they be going to brunch with my wife when things were opening back up during the week uh, during work day and and they and i it just has never stopped um this letter our genie says having this option taken away from us removes us from our daily routine so yes people are going to be upset um okay so all, all I can say, because, I mean, you just want to tell us we're ignorant, so then where do I go from that? Like, mm. I guess I'm – you're right. I don't work in a normal place that you do, and I don't have children. But the crazy thing is is I have friends with children, and, and child care has been expensive for them the whole time they've had their kids before COVID. Uh, trust me, things are very expensive now. No one can argue that. But they're trying to figure it out now just as much as they've always tried to figure it out because kids are gosh damn expensive. So I, I don't know what conversation would you have with them. I guess you could have a back and forth with them because they work in a normal workplace, as you're saying, and how child care is expensive. Well, you let's, know, let's I, give it to her. Let's, let's give it to her because it's, this, is, this is the stupidest argument that we've talked about on the show before. Let's just give her the premise that childcare has become exponentially more expensive. Sure. Okay. okay. Yeah. Not our problems as the boss. This is this is that employee that walks in and says, "I need a raise." Oh, wow. Why? What have you done to deserve that? Oh, well, my power bill's gone up, and um, and childcare has gone up. That is not the employer's job. This is this is this is the ultimate whiny refusal to find a way around life. And it's not like you didn't have to pay child care beforehand. Everything else went up. We all know gro groceries and gas prices shot up during that time, too. You Everything. Know, it, it's going to change. Everything has shot up. Dawn and I were talking about this last week. For forever, a bag of dog food for my two lambs oh. was 45 to 50 bucks. It's $85 now at the yeah. same place. Everything has gone through I, the roof. I hate that. I thought it, I was telling Rob, I thought it was a typo. Uh, because it was $55 and it literally jumped to 75 And I'm like, dear God. What, uh, it, it, I'm sorry, I had a brain. My, wife and, I, my wife and I went out to uh, breakfast on Saturday morning to just like a, a diner type place in the area. And she was paying and she said, is, uh, she says to me, is $10 a good tip? I'm like, $10? How much was the damn meal? It was 50 bucks. For coffee and orange juice and, hey, and two yeah. breakfasts. No, yeah. breakfast is I was like, crazy. Oh, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just mind-boggling. So, listen, you know, going back to the, the child care, and, and of course, of course it's going to go up. Everything's gone up. 
If you have a boss that is able to accommodate that, I think that's beautiful. I think it's wonderful when a boss can sit down and go, you know what? You've showed me you can work from home and you are productive and it's helping you with your, your, the child care costs. Great. I love that. But not every boss is in that position. And sometimes, you know, they have to look at a bigger picture to keep this place open. I need people here. And when it comes to, and in the end, don't we all want a paycheck? So it's not always an evil reason while they're asking you to come into work. They also want a paycheck, and there's all types of people that need a paycheck that work there, and it may require people go back to the office. Uh, And and, and I I always thought we were the lucky ones during COVID because we got to leave the house every day. We, we, I mean, there's a a mental health issue, I think, because I saw it in my wife. Uh, during that time to where if you're not leaving the house and a lot of these work from home people because we had that email last week from the the guy who uh, who's I think it was girlfriend uh, works retail and would see people that were working from home shopping and you knew that they were working from home quote quote because they're taking work calls and they're on conference calls while they're standing in aisle seven but a lot of people that work from home stay there they're just there all day and they never leave and 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 if they go out it's like on the weekend only and that's just not healthy I don't think through my husband and I our whole time together I have always done the grocery shopping until COVID because they were sent home, oh gosh, I don't know, February of 2020, and then didn't come back for at least three days a week until a few years later. So he needed to get out of the house at the end of the day. And so he's like, I'm the first time it happened. And then he's like, okay, that really works. So, and it's just stayed that way. Even when he's home, like the two days a week working from home, I know, oh, he'll go to the grocery store those days and pick something up from us because it's like he needs to get out of the house and see other people. Uh, Greg wrote in and said, 95% of my job is on a computer. The other 5% requires me to physically look at things on the shop floor. When I did work from home, there is no way I was as productive. You know, watching rad TV, sending emails like this one. (laughs) Also, my lunches would be longer than normal or randomly run an errand because I can. Like Rob said, I think a hybrid schedule is completely reasonable and should be a good compromise between the employees and the bosses. Yeah, I don't know how common my story is, but I've said where my husband works at the, the zoo they work at. They work more at home. I prefer the three days a week when he goes into the office because he gets off earlier. When they're working from home, their meetings seem to go longer. They're, I, don't, I don't know what it is about the presence of being at the house. For lunch, if we want to eat lunch together, it's like I'll sit at my desk up there and, and he'll, but he's still on. They'll have phone calls and meetings during a lunchtime when they're working from home where when they're there at the building they might go ahead and you know go off and get something and come back uh so there's a taste of the reaction that i want to do a save for us to revisit that real quickly we're going to do win rob's change as we do every morning at 6 30 and 9 30 we've had 25 guesses and clues as we make our way towards the mega bucket if we do not get a winner right now and if we do not get a winner at 9:30, after that guess is when you will get what uh, michelle the pressure cooker calculator is calling the mega clue. She is writing all of these uh, for the mega bucket, and she says that clue number 27 will be the one that should be able to get almost everybody in line to figure out what she's describing and maybe even give you uh, the answer. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. This is Rad Radio. Just remember, it doesn't matter where we are as long as we're here. Huh? What the hell does that even mean? 
What has happened to this show? A couple of emails, rad at radradio.com. As I said, a lot of people talking about the weather. Uh, this uh, came in. It says, uh, we live in the foothills. The wind yesterday and throughout the night was ludicrous. When the sun comes up, I expect our cars to be locked in due to fallen trees. Ooh. Our black lab had a hell of a day yesterday howling and barking at the wind. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Brando, I was wondering uh, if uh, if you got any of the thunder uh, that, uh, that, that Williams Manor got uh, throughout Friday. It seems like where I live... We got the better end of the stick because the wind didn't really pick up until early yesterday afternoon, and it kind of died down after 9 p.m. last night. And so, no, no thunder? No thunder at all. Uh, um, I wanted to know how the puppy, uh, your new puppy, did with uh, with things oh, like uh, thunder. Yeah. yeah, so Sadie is now, she's actually now nine weeks old, and, <clears throat> excuse me. And she was seemingly unfazed by it at all. By all the weather. By all the weather. Yeah. Like, she would go out to the backyard and and do her business, and she was just sitting there in the wind, like, just watching it go by, playing in all the puddles, has no, has no <laughs> issue with weather. Good. Uh, however, Walter, my hound, who's, like, t- 13 now, 12, whatever, um, sorry, I can't count. Walter, he's, he's at my feet, so I apologize to him. Um, he just can't stand any wind sound at all whatsoever. And mm. our, <laughs> we actually scared him, scared the crap out of him yesterday because we were baking something and uh, the smoke started billowing from the oven and the uh, you know the smoke detectors went off. Oh, God. Yeah, Those yeah, things yeah. make him shake oh, like a baby. Yeah. So it, oh. between that and the wind, he just had a little bit of a rough day yesterday. But Sadie unfazed. Yeah, Scout, the the older lab at Williams Manor, he he hates it just when the uh, the uh, the alarms tell you they got to change the battery. Oh yeah, just oh. A, beep, beep. yeah, and then yeah. that'll get a barking fit going. And unfortunately, at Williams Manor with the super high ceilings, we've got like sixteen smoke detectors, and I, and it echoes. So I'm walking around like an idiot. And I think I find the one, but yeah. no, it's echoing. You gotta walk back to the and the whole time, because now you have you ever had thunder with Walter? Yeah, he he. I actually have a thunder jacket for him for that very oh, reason. God, because Scout barks at it every time there's thunder. Yeah. Scout barks at it. Sarge, the young one. I don't know if it's about. I don't know if they grow into it or they're just you know the different personalities. Scar- yeah. Sarge is like whatever. Mm-hmm. All day Friday, I'm home and it's just endless barking with, from the thunder. I was making over the weekend um, bacon in the air fryer oven, and I didn't. I didn't secure it enough to where so some of the grease drippy and then there's smoke and Uh-oh. the alarm the and that that house alarm right like they're so loud. Oh god! And and I was I look over and Hank is just <laughs> he just does not face him. Yeah. But if he sees the, a light on a car and it's dark and he can see it glare through the window or or the door at home, he's like. <laughs> You're annoying me. Oh, it's not even dogs. making noise. Uh, this is from an anonymous corrections <laughs> officer. Says at the jail, we lost power to half the maximum security section of the facility. Oh. And since it's a jail, windows are scarce. Oh. So for a few hours, we were in the pitch black with flashlights doing security rounds and ensuring that none of the cell locks malfunctioned <laughs> and that the inmates were secure. No! The best things oh. in life on free. Oh. We're going to help you pay some bills and fees. More people to thank. Yes. Not the crump, not the criminals. No. <laughs> Make your best guess and estimate the calculation in rough star of change.
Oh, come on. I didn't even notice what clue 26 is. So Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, is writing all the clues here for the mega bucket. And she says that the 27th clue, if we get there, which would be 930 this morning, if we get two wrong guesses. She says that's the mega clue. But now that I see clue 26, I mean, I, come on, because I, I know what the answer is. But we'll see. Uh, we might not even get to hear that. Nick, your caller, 18. Good morning. Good morning, Rad. All right. If you have figured this out, then you will win the amount of money that you say. What is your number? I'm going to say $227.70. Oh, good. Two hundred. A, a, a troll got through. Right? What, a, what a fun way to really screw with people. Oh, that's great. Wow, you know what? That's, just, that's just not even nice. A totally wasted guess. Which, of course, means you don't get to hear clue number 26, which means you won't get the mega clue until tomorrow morning at 630 because that was obviously not a valid guess. That's just really mean. And that guy's honestly. just a just a jerk face. But this has happens. been going on. People have been trying their damnedest. Sorry. Did you do that? Very, very sorry. Dude. That is how the uh, how the rules work, and oh. uh, we will play again at 9.30 this morning. Here's a nice little note that just came in, uh, um, just randomly. It says, I just want to say how awesome the stupid store is. Awesome. <laughs> After years of acid reflux, I finally bought some pickle juice. Amazing. I just ordered more, and it will be in my cupboard as long as it's available. Thank you, thank you, thank Aww. you. Right on. Yeah, and that's not even how we originally, or why we originally uh, created our own pickle juice. It was years ago, and we found out about the Brooklyn Hooker, where you do a shot of bourbon and then a, a, a shot of pickle juice. Sounds terrible. And it's fantastic. It is. And then people started writing in saying our pickles are drying up, and uh, we tried some of the over-the-counter pickle juices, and they were gross, so we made our own. Um, and then uh, we, they were, we're just going along. And then my my doctor tells me you got to get off these uh, this uh, Pepsi or whatever I was taking every day because all these studies are coming out that if you use drugs like that daily that they're they have all sorts of horrible side effects like most medicines do over time and so I had to wean myself off and I had I had heard that the that pickle juice helped get rid of heartburn and acid reflux because as you're weaning off you're going to get those your body's going to create those symptoms sure enough worked great. Told my story, and then a lot of you started buying it for the same reason. And I mean, we've had an incredible stories. Some people, we know runners have been using this stuff for cramps for years, and people <laughs> have been um, and saying, yeah, your pickle juice does that. But a few guys have said, helped my back, believe it or not, uh, maybe because of the inflammation thing. It does get rid of the hiccups. That's explainable because uh, we had a GI uh, uh, specialist write in and said that it's your esophageal sphincter <laughs> that, uh, that the pickle juice will attack. It's good. So, yeah, we have all our food products in the stupid store. Superstore. At uh, radradio.com. I love it. I had heartburn not too long ago, and I took some. It's sitting in the fridge right there next to the ketchup and the sriracha, the important things in life. And I grab it, <laughs> and you take a swig of it, and automatically you can feel it kind of tingle in your, your heartburn area right there at the bottom of your throat and not even like yep. 10 seconds later completely gone no heartburn <laughs> i noticed one of our jar of pickles there's like literally no juice in it and i'm like gosh dang it i keep forgetting to like steal from the store bring some <laughs> home because i'm like now the damn pickles no juice I, I i think if i pour our juice in it right i can revive those pickles. oh that's not yeah. a bad idea. i mean i would try it for sure <laughs> um all right christina wrote in and says, I have been fighting this ick that's going around since December 10th. No. Oh. Four boxes of Advil, cold, and sinus, emergency, elderberry, honey, echinacea, the whole nine yards. I start feeling better. And then four or five days later, bam, another round. So uh, this gives us a chance to go to the infirmary. Mm -hmm. uh, Brandon, you were checking in with me all weekend. Uh, where are you at on this deal? Well, Saturday I woke up, felt great. Like the best I had felt in weeks. Yay! And I was super excited because, man, I could get back to my normal routines. I don't feel like I'm, 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 like I'm being held back by whatever this crap was. And then yesterday 
things got a little weird and <laughs> I, I started feeling things again and oh. like just it, it wasn't showing any signs until last night and I had coughing fits since 8 p.m. till about 1 a.m. No. I, so I had to sleep in on the couch oh. downstairs so I didn't wake up. Uh, my fiance Nicole and uh, Sadie, because they're the ones who are getting up and down. Fortunately, she's so she's so wonderful. She's she takes care of the dog in the middle of the night so that I can sleep oh, to go to work so early. Uh, but man, I like I'm feeling okay now because I took some acetaminophen and some cold medicine, um, and so I, I still feel like my lungs are on fire though. Ew. So and, and I can't. My breathing is really noisy, so I'm worried that like oh. I'm. Am I getting like? Bronchitis. How well, does you that need, work? You, should, you, you know? should go and get that checked for that, sure because I know people. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, that's the plan. I'm going to call the doctor today. But you're on the. You're, you're, I, I, I texted you when I got that latest update. You are on the same trajectory that that my wife went through. Boo. I never got the cough. I never got the chest thing. Um, and it sounded like bronchitis for three or four days. It wasn't. Yeah. Uh, it was just awful. Uh, but this this comes and goes thing. And the letter writer is right. You know, you go for three or four days, you feel great, and then suddenly, boom. It hits you again. All of the symptoms are, are, are different. My, my, my wife and I have the same doctor, and he told her, everybody I see has different symptoms. You have all of them. And I've seen, oh, I've seen that as well. Lucky her. And, and he said the same thing I've been reading across the country. Nobody knows what this is. They, they cannot pin down what it is because some people test positive for COVID. Some people get in early enough, test positive for the flu. Some people don't test for anything. They don't know what this is. And it goes back to a to uh, the, the meme that Dawn brought up last week with John Cena. I was talking to my wife at breakfast when we went out Saturday morning. The eerie similarities between February of 2020 oh. and February of 2024. Oh, come on, man. There's this weird thing going around <laughs> across the country where oh. nobody knows what it is and people are getting really, really sick. Yeah, It's a leap year, just like it was in 2020. There's going to be a Super Bowl this Sunday between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs, just like in 2020. There's going to be a presidential election in November. It looks like it's going to be Biden versus Trump, just like in 2020. I'm going through this list with my wife, and she, her eyes like just start bulging up. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. This is yeah. not cool. Right? Uh, so uh, <laughs> back, to, uh, back to Christina. Uh, she says, this is cool. She says, I finally bought five shots of the mend. So that's uh, the happiest hour. We have the uh, two-ounce liquid shots, which are made with all-natural terpenes, and they, they attack certain things that your body needs. Like if you want a nice little burst of energy without getting the, the shakes from caffeine or whatever, because of the way they blend it. There is caffeine in the wake shot, but the way they blend it with the terpenes, uh, the wake shot is, is amazing. It's an all-natural energy boost. Uh, there's the calm shot, which great for anxiety. Uh, and, uh, and the men's shot that Christina says she, she bought is to help you recover or manage your, your pain. Oh, now, nice. this is interesting. Uh, Christina says, I, I bought five shots of men. I took three over the weekend, and I got to say, I feel 85% better. Oh, cool. Nice. The body aches went away right away. That would make sense. All right. Well, you can get but, that as well at the in the stupid store. Superstore. At uh, radradio.com. Body aches like, like normal body aches or body aches from being sick? From being sick. From being sick. Yeah. Okay, yeah, God, yes. great. Oh, yeah. Who know? I mean, look, the thing is, the, the thing with the happy hour, happy hour shots is they can't hurt. Give them a try. Yeah. They, they they are. Didn't you try? Did you give men to try last week, Brandon? Yeah, I did, and it did help. It did relieve some of the pain, and I took one this morning as well, uh, but not too long ago. So I'm still waiting for that relief. But yes, they work. So just go to radradio.com. You go to the stupid store, Superstore. and you'll see the box of uh, uh, the happiest hour shots. And you what's can just, in the box? Or uh, happiest hour <laughs> shot, shots. I probably made that clear. Um, this is interesting. So we had um, 
we played one Rob's change, and um, uh, dude was obviously a, a jerk, uh, made a, a, an invalid guess. So even though it's a mega bucket and I've got all these pre-written clues, no, no clue. So the mega clue, if we don't get winners, will now be tomorrow morning at 6.30 if we get a, 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 an incorrect guess and valid at 9.30 and then 6.30 tomorrow. So we got a few different reactions. Um, let's see. Uh, Lori wrote in and said, that guy is an asshat. Enough yeah, said. Cool. Uh, Christine says, damn caller 18 for the change to hell. Mm. Huh? Now I don't get <laughs> the groundbreaking clue until tomorrow. I hate when people call in that haven't been listening. It's just selfish. I don't know. Oh, that, I, no. I don't. I don't think that's it. No. I don't think he hadn't been listening. Uh-uh, that you know what? That is very sweet to think that he just hadn't been listening. I, I think that was deliberate. That's just mean. Um, Michelle says, "You know what? F you, Nick." I guess that was Corey Team's name. May your lonely wiener get stuck in that oh. downed tree you're probably turned on by. Oh, no. I'm, ah. I'm guessing you have no joy in your life, therefore no person to actually oh. have sexual relations with. So I'm imagining that you're one of those people who gets their rocks off by putting your thingy in inanimate oh. objects. Nice. Like tiny, tiny holes in tree trunks. Oh, oh, I think he has joy in his life. I think that brought him joy yeah. this morning doing that. That's how pathetic his life is. Oh. But then there's this. <laughs> Shannon wrote in, okay, I, I, I'm going to just go out on them here and say it's that time of the month for Shannon. Oh. Feeling a little emotional, oh, honey. Man. Says, God. how can you say he's a toll when he may not listen as frequently as some? Please don't criticize folks and be part of a society that is awful. He's a toll? Okay, okay, I won't, I won't, be, I won't criticize people ever, ever, okay? Because if you criticize somebody... You're a part of an awful society. You just should never criticize oh, people. So just because he lives in your basement doesn't mean you got to be nice to him, Shannon. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm wondering what the personal connection there oh, uh, is. All right. We got to go back uh, to a Friday. Here's what happened on the... If you were listening to the most recent Rad Radio Show, you've already heard them talk about what's about to be discussed. Mm-hmm. Three cheers for no new content. What has happened to this show? Oh, uh, we got a couple emails about uh, this. Uh, this is from a loyal maggot name withheld woman. Hey, Girl. She says, as I was working this week, and I was also catching up on last week's shows, Friday's show broke me as I heard the new Billy Joel song. When the show was over, I listened to the whole song over and over, crying the real ugly tears. Oof. My husband and I have been married 10 years, and the past couple of years have been really tough, both emotionally and physically with us. I'm still unsure how some things with us are going to play out, but that song at least made me pause my anger and rethink things. His first song in decades. Please open the door. Nothing is different, we've been here before Pacing these halls, trying to talk over the silence And pride sticks out his tongue Laughs at the portrait that we become Stuck in a frame, unable to change I was wrong I'm late, but I'm here right now. Though I used to be romantic, I forgot somehow. Time can make you blind, but I see you now as we're laying in the darkness. Did I? Turn the lights back on. 
got this email, rad at radradio.com. That's only a third of the song. Greg wrote in and said, Rob, I was just curious if you were able to stay up for Billy Joel at the Grammys. I thought he was good. Yeah, good. It was, it was, I don't know if I built it up in my mind too much, oh. but it was, it was fine. I, maybe it's because he hasn't performed the song probably ever. Yeah. Um, but it was just only good. And what was better was he closed out the show. Uh, with uh, I think it was uh, you may be right I forget what yep. is that what he played yep. off the whole crowd uh, with you may be right it it was good I didn't it wasn't it didn't give me the, the, the what I expected you know mm, I, yeah. I expected like the chills I had just even right now when we played it um, so I, I but you know whatever but he it, made good when he closed yeah I, yeah I mean it's Billy Joel <laughs> yeah. well uh, may he'll get the hang of this one then. I that's, <laughs> I want to believe that's all it was because see, it, clearly since he did play you may be right and sounded spectacular it's not like his voice was off or he wasn't yeah. into it or anything off night yeah I think yeah. it just he, he it's just he's got to get his his legs maybe it, it hits home for him and an experience he had in his life and so he was just trying to play through it without getting emotional <laughs> maybe um, so yeah I I, I, I remembered they were on like it I don't know when they started, but I tuned over at 7.30 oh, and I Googled to see if he'd already played, and of course, yeah. the, he was the last thing. So I just had it on in the background, and, and I, I didn't retain a lot of it, but I do know that Taylor Swift won her 13th Grammy for Best Pop Vocal, and during her speech, she announced that she has a brand new album on the way. Whoa. So if you She's haven't gotten busy. enough of Taylor Swift, <laughs> uh, it's called The Tortured Poets Department. And it'll be out April 19th. Hmm. Uh, she also became the first person to win Album of the Year four times. And no, she did not mention Travis Kelsey. Ooh. Ooh. Trouble in Of course. That's not cool. That didn't stop the very weird conspiracy theories that because Taylor Swift won whatever she won, Song of the Year, Album of the Year, there's a tie-in to the Grammys and the Super Bowl being rigged. So now Big Grammy is, is in with Big Football. Oh and God. the whole thing, Taylor Swift winning at the Grammys proves the Chiefs are going to win. Maybe they're just two people that are at the top of the game in their career and then, and they're dating. No, no, <laughs> it can't be that. It, it just, it can't just be that. It has to be somehow a conspiracy. Well, now oh. you'll know why your team lost, Rob. And she, uh, they do. she wore, uh, she wore red, I guess, on the red carpet, but because she wasn't wearing red when she accepted her, her award. I, I just read this in passing. And so everybody said that was a a, a a kiss to Travis Kelsey. And then Travis liked an Instagram post that was made by some news organization when they announced that she won. He, he liked it, and that went viral. <gasps> I, Who looks out for this stuff? Hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> millions, probably, of Swifties. I, I saw a video that I, I don't know. Uh, maybe you know where it's from, Rob. But they're like, this is what the Niners should do this Sunday. And it shows them someone opens and look. Honestly, it looks like a door to a high school um, basketball court, but I know that's not what it is. But just visually, that's what it looked like to me. And then it looks like they are walking what they normally would do through a tunnel, and the song Shake It Off is on, and they're doing this routine dance to it. So I don't know if they've done that in the past. Who, who's and doing it? The 49ers, the players. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone's like, they should do this on Sunday. When they come out of the tunnel. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what I think they should do? I think they should uh, run the ball correctly, pass the ball, and catch the ball correctly, and play good defense. That's what I think oh the 49ers should do. Oh, my God, the dance routine would really make it. Mm, not so much. Uh, we also got a note here from uh, Jared. Hey, Jared. Uh, he's writing in about Circles with an S, the social media positivity app, uh, which is up and running. It's free in the app store. Uh, it's uh, partnered with uh, our, our borrowers from uh, tech to you It's finally out. The idea is you follow people you know or trust maybe like us, uh, and uh, you just go there for a recommendation about, about anything. I'm still working. I'm still trying to get my profile completely updated. There's so many new categories. 
I, I'm I, I'm never gonna get through all the books section, so I'm, I'm trying to do so much that oh, I can. Oh, me too. The book one, man. I have so uh, many to add. Um, I know that uh, <laughs> unlike bitchy, sarcastic Dawn, a lot of you want to know the types of things that I read, so I'm working on it. No, no, but um, books are huge. There's no negativity. It's just like, oh, okay. Oh, wow. Rob's read that. Rob's read that. Oh, well, let's see. A uh, Valentine's Day is next week. Where the hell should I take? My, my my lover, okay, let's go to where Rob would go in Sacramento or Reno or whatever. Uh, and you can invest in Circle still. If you just go to radradio.com, the Circle's logo is right there. Hit it. Go to WeFunder. Uh, it'll take you right to WeFunder. And any questions you have about the investing, how to invest, is all right there. Uh, we're all invested as well. And, uh, and uh, Jared wrote in and said, uh, I invested in Circles yesterday, and I followed all of the Rad Radio crew, and I was surprised to see a notification that said, Dawn favorited you again. For a second, I felt honored to be followed by a member of the Rad Crew. And then I realized that You Again is a movie. Oh. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, it circles with an S, and we are going to play Treble Trouble right now. Now, this is something a little different. We're going to do something a little different this week. Uh, you get to pick the prize. Uh, we've got uh, a bunch of shows coming up at the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno. We figured if you win, then you can just decide, as long as the tickets remain, which of these shows you want. We've got a pair of tickets to see the Alan Parsons Project at the Grand Sierra Resort on Friday, March 22nd, or Killer Queen, which is a tribute to Queen, which I hear is fantastic, uh, March 24th. And Brandon, what the hell is Yellow Wolf? Yellow Wolf <laughs> is a rapper. Ah! Yeah, he's done. So he's got some really great songs. He uh, collaborated with Travis Barker on one of his albums. Uh, he's he's and pretty Eminem. big. Yeah, and yeah. so, you know, he's uh, he's made his circuit around uh, Aftershock a couple times. So he's a pretty popular. What artist. an eclectic a choice. Yeah. Uh, it's something for everybody. Alan Parsons, uh, the Queen tribute. Or Yellow Wolf. That show is uh, September, I'm sorry, is April 6th. Uh, they're all at the Grand Sierra Resort. You pick which show you want to see. For Treble Trouble, you get a three-second song clip. You tell us the title, and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the song title... Rob. Anybody, oh, sorry. And Bye. Dawn. <laughs> the Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. New Year, same crappy show. Call us anytime at 888-989-9811. This is Rad Radio. Got a few emails here, R-A-D, at uh, radradio.com. Uh, we were talking about uh, the Grammys last night. Taylor Swift won a few awards, announced uh, she's got another album coming out on uh, April 19th. Uh, no Name Here wrote in. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I might have a guess what he's trying to say. He says, April 19th for Taylor Swift's new album. That's the release date. That's correct. Maybe Kyle will side with me. How in the hell did they kiss 420? What are you talking about? Mm, how do they siding? miss? Miss. Does yeah. he mean? Does he mean? Oh, why didn't they release oh, it on Pot Day? And because uh, that's so Taylor. Yeah, it's an industry standard to release new music on Fridays. Yeah. So that's why they kissed it or yeah, yeah. missed it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah. Yes, that is all true. And it's not like anywhere in Taylor Swift's uh, background is a, a usage of marijuana. And to Brandon's point. Releasing music on a Saturday is really stupid. There's a reason that it always happens on Friday. And 420 was cool when you were in high school, when you weren't allowed to smoke. Like, if you right. smoke every day, it's just another day anyways. I don't give a crap about 420. Yeah, you get it legal now. Yeah, why didn't Taylor Swift use a Stussy as her album cover art? <laughs> uh, we also were talking about weather. Uh, Brianna uh, wrote in, because we were talking about uh, uh, the, the, the various reactions of dogs to thunder or, or wind. Uh, she says, uh, my 80-pound pit bull was terrified all day yesterday. Oh, sweet oh. baby. But my 13-pound pug was loving his best life. <laughs> he was running, jumping. Our fence fell, and he went and visited our neighbor. He was in heaven. Uh, and then we got to, this one says, uh, I went to the gas station yesterday, 
and all their power was out. There was an employee who had clearly been crying. And I asked if she was okay. She told me that the wind knocked over their giant ice machine and it landed on an old man and he was just taken away in an ambulance. No. Oh my god. Oh my Let's get to trouble, 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 Pugs are ugly, by the way. Love them. Are they the Chinese dogs in that campaign movie with Will Ferrell? One of the guys had, they're like, those dogs are from China. We need to get you labs. Yeah, Uh, Zach Galifianakis characters. Yeah, he had pugs. You can't be associated with China. Uh, For uh, Trouble Trouble, we got a pair of tickets that you you will choose if you want uh, to uh, go see the Alan Parsons Project at the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno on Friday, March 22nd. Or do you want to see the tribute to Queen called Killer Queen on March 24th or Yellow Wolf on April 6th? I am always fascinated by the stupidity and ignorance and idiocy of people. Oh, no. Like Sean, who wrote in and said, when did your demographic outside of Rob's dad include 90-plus-year-olds? Alan Parsons' project is as old as dirt, and the members are fossils. Well, that's an, that's interesting. You think I so? I guess if we get a chance to give away Eagles tickets, we should not do that. No. Um, or or um, I, I just I 1982 was Alan Parsons' biggest year. Uh, the and I so Brandon, mm-hmm. if you get a chance for us to give away Earth, Wind, and Fire tickets, no, we're not doing that. Oh, I'd love to see yeah. Earth, Wind, yeah. and Fire. Yeah, they're amazing. I, I've seen them, but I'm old as dirt. Uh, Hall and Oates, they were also huge in uh, 1982. Mm. I mean, they're probably not going to play together if anybody knows what's going on with them. Uh, foreigner. <laughs> Uh, let's see, uh, the cars, yeah, we wouldn't do uh, Joan Jett, Jay Giles, uh, we can't give away tickets to any of these. Iron Maiden, no Iron Maiden oh, tickets. Oh, come yeah. on. No, sorry, because Sean, they're old as dirt. These are all the bands that work the exact same peak of their career hmm. in, in the exact same year, so we can't give away anything that's old as dirt, because nobody's going to see, like, the Rolling Stones or anything like that. So, Duran Duran, no. Damn it, Sean. Yeah. Oh, Paul McCartney. No. Oh, yeah, or Billy Joel, because, you know, his music oh, yeah. goes way back to the oh, that's 70s. that's for a 100-year-old. Yeah, yeah. can't do that. Um, Judas Priest. Oh, sorry. Um, so, you know, we can only speak from our own personal experience, fellas, so I don't know, maybe you'll be like, ah, that's just your family. Uh, since always, and they're all different ages, from 16 on up to even 30-something, the nieces, nephews, godkids in our family... It has always stunned me that they'll listen to music from the 70s, like rock and roll from there, the 80s, the 90s, like to this day. Our six, one of our 16-year-old godsons knows all the music from the 70s and 80s that Good. his dad liked and he likes. Nice. Like, and so do his friends. I mean, like, it's just odd and weird. It's, uh, it has know? not changed since, <laughs> since 1990. I can, I can only speak to this. This is, this is not anecdotal. This is not a familial experience. But since 1990, I have been programming radio stations, which means we have access to what we call music research, where we go out and we get age groups and we test songs. Since 1990 and through 2023, haven't done it yet in 2024, the top 10 artists for adults between the ages of 12 and 30 have always been and continue to be Led Zeppelin, The Eagles, Van Halen, Pink Floyd, yep. Jimi Hendrix. I'm doing this from memory, so I'm going to leave out some of them. That, but you get the idea. Well, even if the artists are elderly, take Ozzy, for example. Yeah, People hello. love watching him, and he's yes. teetering and flirting with death itself. Literally, he is. My God. All right. Uh, <laughs> So we got, we got Shannon writing in saying we can't criticize people, and now we got Sean saying uh, only people over the age of 90 like bands from 1982. So it's going to be an interesting day, I guess. <laughs> Treble Trouble, caller 18. Hello, Travis. 
Hello. Hi. You Hi. will guess first. If you know the song oh. title, you will win. If not, we'll go to Jacob. Hello. All right. Hello. <laughs> God. He, the caller's saying hi to the other caller. What is going on here? <laughs> and Sarah, your caller 20. What's up? What's up? What's up? Ooh, Sarah's away. Yeah, Sarah no, Sarah, Sarah's got it going on. I don't know about <laughs> Travis. Uh, oh. We're looking for a rock song. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. What? It's a rock song from 1982. Oh, no. no. Oh. Only only someone old as dirt. Oh, no. I hope I hope you on the phone are 60 what? and older. What a, what a great coincidence. There we go. <laughs> That's a tough one. What Come is on. the title of that 1982 old as dirt rock song? Travis. I have the tiger. You must be 70. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's time for his nap. Oh, my gosh. You win. You may have heard that uh, Carl Weathers died in his sleep uh, last week. Uh, it's, it, apparently, he died on Thursday night. We didn't get the news until Friday. God, that's the way to go, man. Best known for playing Apollo Creed in the first four Rocky movies, with which uh, Eye of the Tiger is uh, from. More recently, uh, Carl Weathers uh, was playing a bounty hunter in the Star Wars series The Mandalorian. Before he became an actor, he played in the NFL. Uh, and he was going to be, a, I, I don't know what they're doing, but he had already uh, recorded doing a Super Bowl ad uh, and, uh, for uh, FanDuel. And it's with Rob Gronkowski. There was already a teaser out there. And oh. FanDuel has come out and simply said at this time, quote, we are adjusting our campaign accordingly out of respect for the family oh, during their time nice. of grief. So I don't know if they're going to take it out. They're going to put mm. a in-memoriam thing. Yeah, but, that's nice, though. Uh, that'll be a Super Bowl Sunday. We'll see what happens there. And uh, we have two more chances for you to win. Uh, for those of you 90 and older, we got the Alan Parsons tickets. <laughs> and then we got the Yellow Wolf or the Killer Queen uh, tribute band uh, shows, uh, which you can choose from at 8 and 9 a.m. I don't think that this poll holds up this year in particular, speaking of the Super Bowl. Um Recent polls, and this was done. This was done before this year's Super Bowl was figured out. Only about ten percent of people who plan to watch the Super Bowl say they won't know which teams are playing in it until the game starts. Right? <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday is like a, it's like a national holiday in America, mm-hmm. and lots of people that don't watch football go to Super Bowl parties. I could, I can totally understand. I, I, I would like to think most of these ten percent are women, but who knows at this point in the modern society? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so people show up. Go, who, who's playing? Because I don't, I don't watch. I don't watch football or whatever. Right. That can't be true this year with all of the Taylor Swift stuff. Oh, yeah. Right? No, no, no. People oh, are well yeah. aware Everybody now. knows it's the Chiefs and the Niners, right? Yeah. That, that can't apply. A um, couple other things about a Super Bowl party. The average viewer say that – I don't know. How, how do people measure this? The average viewer will only watch 29 minutes of the game itself. How do they come up with that exact number? I guess they just ask people maybe – how much of the game do you watch? And then they come up with the, the median. So most people are not watching the game because if your team isn't in it, you, you probably, if you're, and if you're at a Super Bowl party, you're probably not paying a lot of attention to the game, I guess, unless you're an uber sports fan like me. I, I mean, the whole reason in my 20s was the party. And then the Super Bowl just happened. 
be on, right? I don't even think I watched that much. Yeah. Maybe five minutes. Yeah, well, there's so much going on, especially if you go to a good Super Bowl party, because sometimes they'll have like a big, long catering buffet of snacks. (laughs) And then there's also sometimes a poker game going on off the side. And sometimes you put money in and sometimes you you sit there for a while because you just took second place and lost to a bluff. God damn it. And there's a a very... (laughs) Very interesting example. I know. Uh, but And all of that has nothing to do with watching the game. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, only a third of Americans can name last year's Super Bowl champs. Don, who won the Super Bowl last year? Uh, Kyle? Eagles? Yeah, I think it's Eagles. the Eagles. Eagles lost to the Chiefs. Oh, oh damn. Oh, <laughs> okay. So you guys had, you guys had the all other right. team. Dang it. <laughs> they shouldn't have. Uh, wasn't it like 38, 35 or something? Because the, the Chiefs are trying to become the first team since the 2005 Patriots to win back-to-back Super Bowls. Uh, a lot of people just want to socialize at Super Bowl parties, but three out of four yeah. of us agree it's rude to stand around and gab near the TV. Well. Yeah, no, I mean, if there's people, yes. If, he, if you see people actually watching the game. But if everyone's sitting on the couch is also talking, then who cares? But yes, if people are actually walking, go talk somewhere else. Who, who, or watching, go talk somewhere else. Who are the fourth of people that think it's totally fine? Oh, my God. The same people age. The same people that talk during movies in the movie mm. theater. Oh. Oh. Or the same people that talk on their cell phone on speakerphone yep. in the middle of a restaurant. Uh. You're right. I should I should be impressed that it's only 25%. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You you talk during a movie in the house because you're asking questions. Yeah. <laughs> Not at the movie yeah. Who's that person? And pause. All right. We are 28 minutes into this show, and it's been two hours. Great. Next question. Where did they come from? And pause. We are 28 and a half minutes in, and it's taken us two hours. I feel so bad for my husband Uh. when my sister-in-law is in town. And we're just, and then we'll just, it'll be the movie, and then we just randomly start having a different conversation. He's like, okay. Out. Are we watching the movie later or now? It's like, oh, sorry. Uh, 77% of people say that good food and good snacks are essential for a great Super Bowl party. Mm. The top five Super Bowl snacks in order are chips and dips as number one. Hello, love a chip and dip. Uh, Hot dogs, pizza, and burgers. Well, that's a meal. Where, no chicken where, wings? Where are the wings? Basic yeah. bitches. Exactly. Wait, 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 but those wings. aren't snacks. Those are meals. Well, it said, it Hot said, dogs, it said, hamburgers. Right, it said good food and good snacks. Oh, I, oh. I, I just paid attention yeah. to the snack. I'm a yeah. snacky. I like to snack. I'd rather have a snack than a meal. You can't have Super Bowl without chicken wings, though. I mean, that is a little ridiculous. Well, you can. You can do whatever you want in your house, just, just so you know. It's not acceptable. This is why I don't – well, there's many reasons I don't go to Super Bowl parties. Oh, I don't host man. them because uh, I have to work because i got to pay attention to the game. Uh, but as long as I'm in control of everything, I know I'm going to get the best food and the food that I want. My father-in-law, Pops, lives with us. He's 81, and his one of his brothers, Uncle Ray, I think is like 86 now. And then my Aunt Kathy's in her 70s. She's the young one. And – um. They want a party because they're all like for the Niners. They're going to do their own party. And I think it's so cute. Why? Or, or, why, or why I'm sharing it. It's more like a visual. I just, they're going to fall asleep at some point. So, but okay. it's so cute because they're like, oh, we want a Super Bowl party. Are all the foods and snacks at their party going to be denture friendly? Oh, yeah. my God. Prune juice for everyone. Applesauce. Oh, they're so funny. And then they'll put, you know what? And honestly, they're going to end up at the casino. <laughs> they are. Now, that makes yeah. sense. They will. They'll that's be a, like, That's eh. a good place to be for us. Yeah. They're going to be packed, but that's a place to be. They'll be appalled at all of the uh, scandalous dressed 
sandily clad <laughs> dancers during Usher's performance and Taylor oh. Swift. Oh, who is this person? Oh. <laughs> Pops and Uncle Ray will love it. <laughs> Perms, uh, in man. a poll of 4,000 American adults, they asked uh, what the what your favorite part of the actual broadcast of the Super Bowl is. One out of three people said the game. One out of three. Uh, 20% said none of it. One out of five people, are they don't want anything to do with the Super Bowl, but they're at the party, for, for the party. <laughs> uh, 16% say the halftime show just in general, not necessarily this year's show, but that that's the favorite part of the broadcast. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, 14% like the commercials. Yes. Which you can see all of them right now. That just, ruins everything. Just go online. They're all there. I know, but I do look forward to mm. when it goes to commercial. Mm. Yay, the game. Okay, fine. Whatever the game. Woo. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. commercial I've already seen <laughs> online. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. I saw that Clydesdale mm. one you talked about with the Clydesdale in the lab, and I can watch that five million times. Right. Right now. Why don't you go do that? <laughs> can I? You can just go watch it. It's <laughs> www.youtube. Oh, <laughs> I know, but then you can also see it on the day of the Super Bowl, and I won't get tired of it. Okay. okay. Like, if you like a commercial, you're, you you have a cutoff of like, eh, I already if saw I, it. If I like a commercial and I'm feeling like seeing the commercial, I'll just go online because you can. they're all there oh, all that, the time. Correct. But <sighs> the day of the game, it comes on, and you still like it, so you're like, cool, I get to watch it again. No. I, no? No, no, I go, you oh, okay, I, I know this commercial. I'm going to uh, go to the bathroom, or I'm going to go over here and do something. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. No. See, so yeah, you don't relate to that. No, no. It's, the internet's ruined Super Bowl commercials. <laughs> uh, with the Super Bowl on Sunday, here we go. Every goddamn year, we have to go through this. The idea of the Monday after the Super Bowl becoming a national holiday. Hell yeah! Woo woo! Yeah. Why Recovery. Is it not? Let's yeah. do it. Which every year, <laughs> look, you could ask if you could ask Americans, would you like? April 17th to be a national holiday. Would yeah. you like August 3rd to be yeah, a let's do it. Right. That's the stupidest thing. <laughs> Sounds good to me. God. And it's a Monday. That's perfect. Uh, the idea yeah. of the Monday after the Super Bowl becoming a national holiday has been around for a while. Hasn't uh, gathered enough momentum to go anywhere. So it's the same conversation we have twice a year for Daylight Savings. Uh, when are we going to get rid of this? Never. And then we just well, we yell about it for a day or two. We'll be doing that in March, and then we go on with I, our I, lives. I don't even care at this point which time we choose it, because that's been the argument, right? Are we where it's yes. darker later? I don't even care at this point. People just, can't agree. Just pick. Just agree and pick. I'm good. I'm on board. Let's right. stop this. Okay. Well, that's not going to uh, happen either. Uh, since 2017, Change.org has hosted more than two dozen petitions asking Congress, the president, or the NFL to make the Monday after the Super Bowl a national holiday. Not sure what jurisdiction the NFL has over the nation's That's holidays. Right, though. <laughs> there is a suggestion out there, I love this, to moving President's Day to the day after the Super Bowl. Oh. There you go. There's a way to completely demean <laughs> the whole meaning behind President's Day. Uh, Lincoln would be behind it. And, and, and by the way, and I love oh, that. Man, I, I, I love once people realize what we were doing, they're like, no, no, I want an extra holiday. Exactly. Don't just move my holiday. Yeah. So well, maybe they just need like a catastrophic event to happen like right after the Super Bowl, like you know, 9-11 or COVID or something. Then it could be a national <laughs> holiday. I know it's a little out there, Oof. but well, then the, the day after would be a holiday. Why? We don't get September 11th or 12th off. We don't. We don't get 2020 off. And they fall oh, on different days with each calendar. I say you just... Just make every Monday in February a holiday. Every Monday in February. Right. Wow, the they whole month. <laughs> That's a shorter month. Oh, this is great for productivity. Why don't we just make every Monday a day off? <laughs> we should because the four-day work week yeah. is much oh, more yeah. constructive. Oh, oh, and this is where I do have a pony in the race or I have uh, an opinion on it. Yeah, when they start doing this whole, what should we have? 
right? The Friday off or the if you pick Monday, people mm-hmm. always pick Mondays. You have Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Why would you pick Friday? No, boo. Friday already. You're kind of not really working when you're at work, right? Because it's Friday. Right, and and that's what will happen on oh, on, man. on on Friday still. And if, right. you, if you did do it on uh, on oh. Friday, that's what would happen on Thursday, which is why we haven't converted no. to that. Yeah, I know, but I, I love the, the the idea of a Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's by the way. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Ugh. That's the other reason we haven't gone anywhere near that. No, no agreement on that at yeah. all. Oh, and no. this is the one I'm saying. Yeah, I do have an opinion. I, I right. would fight for the Monday. And I would fight for Friday. So oh, God. there you go. Ooh. We're not going anywhere. Ugh. None of it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other one uh, suggests, uh, so we got moving President's Day the day after Super Bowl. Others suggest no school the day after the game. Well, I mean, why not? I mean, why not? Most, most schools, November 1st, they're not having kids coming well, okay, in you know, that, after Halloween. Hold on. That screws parents. The parents still have to work. Yeah, now they got to find child care. That, no, that, no, that punishes parents. Uh, and which many have done. There are many schools across the nation that have canceled classes the day after the Super Bowl in the last 10 years uh, when a local NFL team was involved. Uh, but none of the petitions have paid off. Many just unilaterally make the day after the Super Bowl a holiday as about 18 million employees across America plan to miss work. Oh, no. <laughs> on the Monday after Super Bowl. It's called uh, Super Bowl Flu. 28% of employees say they will be less productive on that day. In the past, outplace- an outplacement company has estimated that lost productivity from absent and distracted workers on Super Bowl Monday is about $6.5 billion. I-, I mean, does that really still work? Does someone really think their boss thinks they're, oh, oh I'm sick. Oh, it's Monday after the Super Bowl. Oh man, I, I, I mean, think I have a cold. Yeah. No, you're hungover. I I, I don't understand God. why. Because the the thing too is, Ugh. if you have sick days, then you just you just call in and say I'm using a sick day. You don't have to fake that you're being sick. It can be a mental health day. Yeah. And if a lot of companies now, you can tell them right now, hey boss, I'll be taking a sick day on Monday because I've got one saved up. And if not, it becomes paid time off, or else you you have a policy where you. You don't get paid on your sick day. Just tell them ahead of time, for the, God's sake. And the places that don't have that, whatever, it's it's an hourly job, whatever. I don't know how you, yeah. you earn all that. They, they know you're not really sick. <laughs> you just call it. Just say, yeah, I'm hungover. Or just, or <laughs> it, look, if 18 million people are already planning on it, tell them now. Because at least that, I mean, that's that's courteous so that they don't have to fill the spot if it's an elderly yeah. thing. Or if you don't want to just say you're sick, you can just rub some soap in your eye and say you have pink eye and then make sure you take a photo of it and send yeah. it to your boss. That way they believe you got 24 to 48 hours off. I guess. I mean, I look, I don't live in the real world. I've been my own boss for, for over 30 years, so I don't get this whole why we have to, I know there's bad bosses out there. Right, you well, to, you, maybe you do need to make up that you are yeah. sick. If you were honest but, about it, they'd fire you. To that point, as Dawn said, they know. Even the dumbest boss is like, oh, Okay. Wow, the fourth person today is called in sick. The boss will probably be sick that day. Quote, quote. Listen, bosses, then why don't you just sh- close shop that Monday? Yes. You already know people yeah. are going to call. Absolutely. You don't have bills to pay. You don't have customers to service. And you know what? Do that. Put up, put up a big sign. So everybody's going to stay home the day after the Super Bowl, which means by about noon, they'll all feel better. They're out for work. They're all going to want to go out and use your, your services. Oh, they'll get a sign. Sorry. Moose outside should have told you we're closed because yesterday was the Super Bowl. Come back Tuesday. Go go to our competition. Who's <laughs> wide open? They've got everything. We got this email from Alec. Uh, he's writing about the Mixed Pick Sports Show, which has Steve Mickelson and I do every morning at 10 a.m. on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. It's on the Rad Radio app and in Sacramento, it's on 104.7 FM and 8:90 a.m. And uh, it's going to be lots of Super Bowl, obviously, this week as we build up to Sunday. Alec says, Rob. 
Are you and Steve going to cover the big game this weekend? I'm really interested to hear your takes on how you think the Puppy Bowl will go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the yeah, the, the, the Puppy Bowl is reserved for this show. Uh, Steve and I just stick with sports. Uh, but there will be a Puppy Bowl, and it's the big one. It's the 20th anniversary oh, wow. of the Puppy Bowl featuring 131 puppies from 73 shelters across the country. All of the Puppy Bowl dogs are available for adoption. Oh, my gosh. This year it will be Team Rough against Team Fluff. Oh, All right. no, that's too hard to choose. Go Team Fluff. They will be playing for the Lombarki Trophy again this year. In honor of the 20th anniversary, the Puppy Bowl says they have a fun twist this year in which the puppies will be in charge of the show's production. Uh-oh. Operating cameras, handling lighting, directing from the control room. This is great. That is. Uh, this year's Puppy Bowl will feature the smallest and largest puppies ever. Oh. Sweet Pea, who is a spaniel and poodle mix, Weighs in at just 1.7 pounds. What? Little, little oh baby. God, look in your hand. Oh. And Levi, the Great Dane puppy, <laughs> tips the scales at 72 pounds. Damn. Oh, no, my that poor mom. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mom's dead. Um, oh, my God. The only, the only problem I have, far be it for me to be anti-puppy oh. bowl, I'm not. But there's no delineation or difference between Team Rough and Team Puff Fluff. They don't get jerseys? They, they have, Well, I don't know if or they get jerseys. They're all the same types of breed. Shouldn't you be? Shouldn't there be a rough? Like there should be a team rough. Should be like huskies oh, and shepherds and no. or barking dogs. Or at dogs. least call, like the like what Kyle just said. Like they're collars. The well, I don't red, know if they do blue. that. I'm just looking at the breeds. Oh, no, the, the, have te- they ever done that? Team rough has has chihuahuas. So does team fluff. Team rough has shepherds. So does team fluff. Mm. They're equaling it out. That's an even balance because if you have a team rough, that those are, would dominate team fluffs. True. If we just had only fluffs oh. on the team, then ooh, ooh, ooh. then I have a problem with the names. Pick better names. Nope. I I think this 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 would be cute. Team Fluff, Fluff has the German Shepherds, and Team Ruff has like oh, okay. noodles. How do they score, anyways? The last times I remember watching the Puppy Bowl, I was I was a lot younger. I, I, I mean, it was one of the first ones. I remember they just dropped like I, toys in little holes. They multiple. You don't know. I, I've okay. honestly never paid attention no to that. I've just, yeah, I've just turned it on, saw how oh so cute, so cute, and then you turn it back. Uh, there, not all of the dogs have uh, have funny names, but a few of them stick out. There's a Chihuahua named Bark Purdy. <laughs> nice. uh, there's a shepherd and poodle mix named Guy Ferrari. Uh, there's a dachshund named Corn Dog. There's a Siberian husky named Bob Barker. Cool. Uh, and there's a, a golden doodle named Gertie. Oh, oh Gertie. Gertie! There's a hound mix named Pac. Patrick Mabones, <laughs> uh, a Chihuahua named Athena. There's a there's an Australian cattle dog named after the Cowboys quarterback Snack Prescott, as well in the Puppy Bowl this weekend. Rob, anybody, and Dawn, the Rob, anybody, and Dawn show. Welcome back to the Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Remember, you have choices, and this is the one you made. Get help. A couple of uh, emails R.A.D. at radradio.com. Uh, first one is from uh, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. We're talking about the annual stupidity that comes up every time this year where people start bitching and moaning that the Monday after the Super Bowl should be a, a, a national holiday. Hell yeah. Um, Andrew says the day after the Super Bowl is one of your best shows to hear your thoughts on the game. The halftime show this year, Swift, Swiftness, all the stupid stuff people did. <laughs> and, of course, Steve's take on the game. Yes, we will, we will have all of that. Steve Miggleson will be on Monday morning to talk about the actual game. We'll go over all the best commercials, the USA Today ad meter, even though we've all seen all the damn commercials already. <laughs> uh, the 
halftime show, depending on you know who shows up, what the yes, yes, it, the 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 survey or the study that, that we cited in the previous segment, where uh, productivity costs it's like cost American companies six and a half billion dollars because everybody's hungover, or they're not working, or they're talking about the game. It, it's it's I didn't need a study for that. First of all, it's believable. Second of all, I don't do a goddamn piece of work for for next Monday's show. It's the Super Bowl. We just we just recap what we saw. Uh, so it is a nice, easy day to skate through. Yeah, and just think if you had it off because it's a holiday, you could just lay in bed and listen to our show for the Super Bowl Sunday. Yes, hey. yes. <laughs> Stupid idea. Which of course uh, got us off onto the uh, tangent of uh, the this four day work week idea that's that's floating around that Europe's been doing forever because you know they're so productive. <laughs> Um, but then comes the, the, the same reason we can't oh, figure out daylight savings time. It, it, half the country wants to stay lighter longer. The other half wants to stay darker earlier or whatever the hell it would be. Yeah. Uh, and same thing. Which, which four days would we work? And Dawn's on Team Monday. And I'm on Team Friday for the same reason that Peter is. Dawn, four-day work week should start on Fridays. Most holidays are already on Mondays. If we have Monday off, it would take away from those days oh, off. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Ooh, didn't think of that. It's always been my thought process. If we were going to do it, then we won't in my lifetime, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> and Fridays are so fun. They feel like the weekend anyways. The second you're off work on a Friday, you typically just go and have fun on the weekend anyway. It's like your day to like kind of just... Let everything go and start yeah. your fun. Which right. is so. My let's point. make that Thursday now. No, see, that's my reasoning. And then that's <laughs> yeah. why you have the Monday because it almost feels like right. you have four days. Great. So you won't get President's Day off. You won't get Memorial Day yeah. off. I didn't think that. I mean, you, you won't get the benefits. Of, but a of lot that. of people don't have that. And a now, lot, right? and now you won't. Yes. <laughs> um, also, Michelle wrote in. Uh, we were talking about the the Puppy Bowl. Uh, which is uh, this, uh, this weekend, obviously. It's uh, the 20th anniversary, and we're going through some of the fun names that some of the dogs have. And I got a few emails, so uh, I did confirm. Michelle uh, says, I heard Bark Purdy is from the Sacramento SPCA. Yes. Oh, no oh, way. It's cool to gosh. see a local pupper representing in the Puppy what? Bowl. Oh. And uh, one of our listeners wrote in and said something about, I guess, uh, her son has visited Brock Purdy, or, or not uh, Bark Purdy, sorry, or knows the person who's an uh, SPCA person. I don't know. So, yeah, so, so, Famous. Uh, by the way, if you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, how appropriate. Coming up at the top of the hour, it's the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little puppy. Uh, what's coming up, Rando? We have uh, some really compelling footage oh. of my puppy, Sadie, the Bernadoodle. Uh, she's at eight weeks now, and she is I starting she to... nine. Well, Before so... Before we get red-penned... No, it's because I, I'm red penning myself because we were under the impression that she was eight when we got her. Ah, so and, and we found out uh, from the breeder that she was only seven weeks when I when we got her. Um, so she's been weaning off of her mom, and now the new mom is uh, Nicole, my fiance. Um, but in these videos, she's finding her voice and she's playing uh, fetch and she's playing with the brush that she's going to be brushed with. And Walter's very unhappy with her getting into his business. Um, and it's just great to see her gr growing and showing what she's going to be. Like. Is, is the slow progression of Walter the Hound continuing to at least tolerate, if not like her, still going? It's certainly getting better. Okay. Um, she she can now walk up to him as long as she doesn't provoke him by barking and, and nipping at him, which is why he really gets worked up. It's like, just be calm around me. Right. Don't try to nip at me. Get out of my bubble. Right? It's, it's the same in dog land as it is in human land. Oh, man. The older dog, settle down. God, you oh, bother me. Why are you so excitable? Lord. God, life isn't that happy. God. <laughs> By the way, we'll happily put your dogs or other animals up if you just horizontally record them. Email us RAD at radradio.com. Super Bowl is Sunday. The defending Super Bowl champs, the Kansas City Chiefs, 
touchdown in Las Vegas at 8.15 p.m. on Sunday, yesterday. And the Niners landed at 9.20, so both teams are in Vegas uh, for the rematch of Super Bowl 54 when the Chiefs came back and beat the Niners 31-20. to The Chiefs are trying to become the first team to repeat as Super Bowl champions since the 2005 Boo. New England Patriots. It's all right. We know that will not happen already. Um, I don't know why I'm going to start going through all of these uh, animal predictions, uh, other than it's a, t- a tradition around here where, you know, a dolphin tells you he's going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. uh, but we already know, I saved it uh, from uh, Willie's co-worker uh, through his conspiracy theory that he had uh, worked up before the conference championship game. So back that, that two weekends ago, remember when the Niners came back and beat the Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Baltimore Ravens before those games were played? Willie's co-worker had already figured out the outcome of the Super Bowl because we were talking about the conspiracy about, say, like the logo, the color of the logo. The logo was released back in September, and it was designed two years ago for the Super Bowl. And so everybody knew because of the colors that it was going to be, since it was red and purple, the San Francisco 49ers against the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, yeah. Oops. Oops. So, yeah, you know, but red and purple make red, I guess. I don't don't know. (laughs) Uh, So uh, Willie's co-worker said that the two remaining games, the conference championships, featured the number one and the number three seeds. Those are where they were ranked, right? The, the, the Ravens and the Niners were number one. The Lions and the Chiefs were the number three seeds. So one and three, you put them next to each other, that's a 13, which is Brock Purdy's number. And the Niners played in their 19th conference championship, and 19 minus 13 is six. And so the Niners are going to win their sixth Super Bowl championship Says Willie's coworker. It's a lot of a lot of mathematics, a lot, lot of headaches, a lot of pretzel ways to make sure. So this is this is how this works. Willie's wow. coworker wanted to figure out a way to explain how the 49ers are going to win, and then he had to figure out the through the traversing of all those numbers. I mean, that's great. It it's adds a waste up, of time. Adds up to me though. Uh, so let's go. A waste for, of time. That was very important. First to uh, Florida, uh, at the Gulf Breeze Zoo, Kenya the giraffe was unleashed from her stall on Friday morning. Offer different breakfast buckets. They were labeled as either the San Francisco 49ers or the Kansas City Chiefs. Come on, Niners! And Kenya plunged her nose deep into the Chiefs' bucket. Therefore, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs will win the Super Bowl. Uh Paid that giraffe off. There were (laughs) treats in that bucket. We need need humans to have breakfast buckets. I'm jealous. (laughs) A bucket of breakfast? So, uh, so Dawn, you've officially decided to root for the Niners because you were wavering for a while because of the Kelseys and all that. Well, I know, but I, it's the wrong Kelsey that's in the Super Bowl. It was Jason Kelsey. But he's going to be sad if Travis doesn't win. Eh, or will he? <laughs> Fair point. He, he never got a ring himself, did he? I mean, he could really give his brother grief. <laughs> um, let's go to Essex County, New Jersey at their zoo on Friday. Lady Edwina who is a groundhog on Groundhog Day. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, this has to be legit. I mean, it's on her day. Right. I mean, two years ago, she predicted that the Philadelphia Eagles would defeat the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs won. <laughs> she also predicted the Rams would be victorious against the Cincinnati Bengals. She was right on that one. Uh, okay. Uh, and uh, Lady Edwina says that the Kansas City Chiefs will defeat the oh, 49ers. Oh, first time you're going to be wrong. On a Sunday. Well, second, because she predicted the Eagles. Thanks okay. for listening. Oh, yeah, that's right. Appreciate yeah. you that's, following along. It's not your day anymore. Uh, a couple more groundhogs, <laughs> this time at Chimney Rock State Park in North Carolina. There's two groundhogs there named Yammy and Tater. <laughs> Why are there so many groundhogs kept in captivity? 
I know, right? Why don't we release them? We can just go pick them out of the wild. Why are Why are we releasing <laughs> them, but we're keeping the rest of the animals in captivity? I'm just in curious. Zoo? I don't know. Yeah. Well, okay. giraffes are cooler. I, I, I don't I'd, know. I'd rather yeah. go see a giraffe. Like a groundhog, you can probably just go out to a field somewhere and find them. I mean, I, I hate to say this since my husband works in a zoo. I'm not a huge fan of zoos. No, I hate them. I hate them. Yeah, I'm just, they're very mm. depressing to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't do yeah. zoos. But I'm fine with rodeos. I know. I'm, I'm crazy. <laughs> Um, according to the Chimney Rock Zoo staff, their groundhogs are 62% accurate on their Super Bowl picks. I don't know how they come up with that since there's two of them, and they didn't agree this year. Uh, but uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Tater has chosen the Chiefs, and Yammy says that uh, 49ers. Well, there you uh, go. Yammy, you're the one. We'll, uh, we'll win. Ooh, ooh. You're uh, far superior, Yammy. As we continue to traverse the stupidity that is this country of... <laughs> Taking random animals, predicting the Super Bowl, uh, the uh, Billings Zoo in Montana, they, they really have taken this to another notch. They're promoting when their animal will be doing his predictions. Uh, their red panda, Pabu, who was wrong last year, will choose the Super Bowl champion between the Niners and the Chiefs this Wednesday at 11 a.m. and will be broadcast live on local radio station Hot 101 during the Big J Show. All right. Oh, that's their biggest day. Uh, Pabu will choose between two delicious oh, bamboo stalks. No, the stalk that is chewed on first will be this year's projected Super Bowl what? winner. I will I will get you that information Please. Uh, Thursday. Can't wait to hear. Morning. I'm bummed it's not being broadcast, you know, live all over the oh, world. I'm sure I'm sure Hot 1019 has a website, Don. I'm sure you could listen online. Uh, here's a human that actually predicts football. Uh, four years ago, NFL Network personality Peter Schrager correctly predicted the Kansas City Chiefs, to win the Super Bowl before the season started. So you remember Steve Mickelson said before this season started, it would be the Chiefs and Niners, and the Niners would win. Schrager did that four years ago and was right in September as well. Then a year later in September, he correctly picked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Damn. The next year, he correctly picked the Los Angeles Rams. Whoa. And then the Chiefs again last year. Oh, okay. He's pretty good. Four seasons in a row <gasps> in September, he predicted who would win the Super Bowl and was right. His streak of predicting the champion lives on in year five. This time, he's correctly predicted both teams competing in Super Bowl 58 in whoa, September. Whoa! He predicted it would be the Niners versus the Chiefs. Well, this, 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 he's a witch. Yeah. And he uh, he predicted the score as well. He says the winner with the exact in September of the Super Bowl on Sunday will be 34 to 28, and the Kansas City Chiefs will yet again be your Super Bowl oh, champion. Babe. Worn off. Or not. That's it. That's why we play the games. Ugh. God. He's wrong. Okay. You don't care. You really don't care. I mean, I care for my husband and you and Pops and everyone else on my and life. And you know, the Niners. you know that your husband and I, in the end, will be fine. We, <laughs> we're just going to enjoy the game and maybe be pissed off for, yeah. what, 20 minutes? See, this is a good thing I'm not a true sports fan because I'd be mad. Ugh. I would rip a shirt. <laughs> Uh oh. Yeah, nobody wants that. You wouldn't like you when you're angry. <laughs> no, no, I'm not wearing it. I'm just ripping the shirt. Oh, by the way, thank you, Greg, for correcting me. Yes, Jason Kelsey does have a Super Bowl ring. That's right. The Eagles beat the Patriots uh, years ago. Oh, good. He yeah. does. Yay. Yes. Yay. Oh, thank I, God. I feel so much better now. Me too. Me he too. He'll be retiring. He deserves one. Yeah, yay. And, and he already has it. Yay. yay. Thank God. Jason Kelsey's happy. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, I hate this week. Oh, God. 
I just hate it. Uh, the NFL uh, Pro Bowl uh, was uh, over the weekend. We talked about this last week. It's a stupid event. It's always been a stupid event. Nobody's ever cared about the Pro Bowl. Nobody, nobody from the two Super Bowl teams show up because they've got to get ready for the Super Bowl. Uh, and a lot of players don't play in the past because they don't want to get injured. And, and it's a meaningless game. Uh, the only reason they used to even show up was a vacation in Hawaii, which they don't hold it in Hawaii anymore. Because the NFL has they put themselves in this position where they're all about player safety. Yes, the most dangerous game that we play in America. You know, we're gonna we, we're gonna let them keep being dangerous for 17 weeks, well, 20 weeks a year, all the way through the Super Bowl or whatever it is. But for the Pro Bowl, uh, they've got to twist it, and so they've they've changed it the last two years. Pro Bowl is a bunch of skills competitions things and you're throwing a football through a target and they did a golf shot thing and it's so dumb and the players don't care they used to run up the score and sure enough uh, for the second year in a row they played the flag football game uh, yesterday uh, the nfc won uh, further proving how little they care it's 64 to 59 because it's just let them oh, score geez. even though all you gotta do is run and, and, and yank a flag with like i don't want to run too hard i might pull my hamstring yeah well, they seriously played flag version yeah yeah they did last year too that's that's, oh. that's what they've changed to avoid injury at the at the Pro Bowl, uh, and that brought up somebody wrote in when we talked about it last week that that flag football is going to be in the Olympics and it's true the 2028 Summer Olympics uh, announced the inclusion of the sport and uh, that when I was really quickly doing some googling that's where I found the story that Patrick Mahomes of the Chiefs has already said I want to play wow. I want to play flag football in the in the because he wants an Olympic gold medal it's the only way a football player can get one short of qualifying in a totally different sport. So, uh, and I was speculating, well, I mean, the NBA, all their players, they go play in the Olympics for the country that they're from, so it makes sense. Next year, uh, 2025, owners, the Players Union, and the International Olympic Committee will decide whether NFL players can participate uh, and whether or not there would be some sort of selection process similar to how USA Basketball evaluates the NBA flag football is growing across America for not just kids, but adults as well. Uh, and the uh, the NFL has a huge, uh, what is it, uh, they call it, duh, 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 NFL flag, which is the largest organized flag league in the world. There were in 2019, 300,000 members. There are now 700,000 members. Jeez. There are adult leagues and divisions for children as young as five. Eight states have sanctioned girls flag football Aww. as a varsity sport. Oh, that's nice. Uh, we had one right in last week uh, from because uh, California and Nevada are both uh, uh, two of those seven states. Uh, and the NCAA sanctioning process is underway because, I, you know, for, for those of us that have lived long enough, we worry, is that because that's where the ultimate game is heading to where we're, we're getting so over-concerned about player safety and injuries and equality. Why don't we just make the NFL a flag football league and it can be men and women playing against one another because they're not in pads and they're not hitting one another. It's all equity. That's how the adult leagues are working around the country already. I, I don't know. I, I just, fortunately, I don't think it will happen while I'm still coherent uh, yeah. <laughs> to, to, to care, but and, and maybe that's not the plan. Maybe the plan is nothing more than to give people a way to play football exactly in an organized way, but but not worry about getting hurt because they've got other jobs and other careers. The only problem then is why are we encouraging NFL players to play in the Olympics? That's where it kind of gets dumb. Well, like, I don't whatever. I don't like it either because it's showing that we we're now making dangerous sports, quote unquote, 
make them easier and softer and no more injuries. What are we going to do next? In basketball, we're going to wear helmets. What, are we going to take hockey away? Are we going to put like more padding on the hockey players? I mean, hey, they're already getting rid of fights in hockey. It's no! still, they're slowly, slowly getting rid of fights. When did that happen? Oh, it's been a going while on. Ago. Really? Yeah, it's been going on for a decade. Uh, pretty soon they'll outlaw it. I mean, it's all, it's all, that's, that's always the concern is how far do we go? But see, then I, I, flag football, this may not be dictating where football is going. That I, I look at it as how Rob ended what he was saying um, when, you, when you were talking. This gives the opportunity for more people to play because clearly not everyone can play actual football. But why does the it's... NFL feel the need to play flag football? In the Pro Bowl, why are they? Why that are they is, saying yeah. we want to send our players who play flag football? I mean, that is a big question, right? And that's where, and <laughs> like, because we have seen what Kyle described in sports over the decades, there's a lot of us that go, I don't, I don't like where this is headed. I, I this, this feels bad. Well, yeah, and it is scary because if you look at the youth of today, a lot of them are playing flag football. A lot of the parents don't like their kids playing tackle football. Right. And if the NFL's catching on to it, they're going to be like, we're going to have to change here in another 20 years. We might not have tackling anymore. And I'm, that, oh, I just got goosebumps. I'm convinced like that, that that conversation has been had and that this is this is a contingency for that exact possibility as as this continues to, you know, to, to roll down the hill and we get more and more soft about grown adults making the choice to put their bodies on the line to play a sport that is dangerous and that's just not okay with too many people yeah i mean like this is part of like living in a society sadly things like this might happen that you don't like i mean if this is where it's going because the majority of people right kyle you and rob are out on an island maybe by yourself and the majority of people are fine with this and it where and it's where it goes then it's, I don't know. I've just come to the point where it's easier just to, okay, you know what? Well, like democracy is playing yeah. out. More people are deciding whatever it is that we get upset about that used to be one way and now it's not. It's like, okay, this is what it's like when you live in a full-on country where you have different people. Well, Some of them are going to, yeah. you know, think differently. This is the problem is that it's not, there's not a clamoring by NFL fans for this. NFL fans who make the $15 billion in industry go, they don't want any of this. So it's being forced it's, on them is the difference. It's people who are, who, who, in many cases, they have little weenie kids, and they don't want the little weenie kids to be playing against the big kids So because it's not fair. And then you have weenie adults who want to play football, and they don't want to play ta- or they want to play with their kids or whatever. They're the ones that are driving this. It's like everything else in this country. It is the fringe minorities on both sides that are making all of our decisions. I've also seen, though, like um, parents that love football, they, they, they'll watch high school football, they'll even watch the NFL, and they love it. And their kids are far from being a wuss. I mean, there is a place for that, what you said. But there's also this going on. And their kids want to play, but they won't allow their kids to play. Because even though they enjoy the sport and they enjoy watching it, they know how dangerous it is. And so they cannot bring themselves to allowing their kids to sign up for that. Well, it's stupid because life in general is dangerous. Yes. You get in a car accident more often than kids probably get injured at a football game. I'm just... There's I so know. many other things in this world to be afraid of than getting tackled with pads on. No, there is. But I think, like, for parents, right, that's a balance they have to figure out every day. Which risk are they going to take and which with their kid and which one are they not? And, unfortunately, and some have decided we, not, football is not a risk they're going to take. We live in a society that lives by the motto, better safe than sorry, which is how cowards live. Um, and most of this stuff doesn't work, right? It was 15 years ago. I was, I was documenting on the show, uh, that, uh, and it's still true today. The exact same number of kids 
wind up in the hospital, in the ER, with injuries to their heads and necks from riding their bikes with helmets as when we didn't make them wear helmets. It's done nothing. The exact same number of kids get run over every year by usually parents or adults backing over them, even though we have all of these backup cameras. You're paying about $3,000 on average more for your vehicles, yeah. and we're running over the same number of kids. It, 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 to Kyle's point, to my point, you're going to hurt yourself running in flag football. There's still going to be injuries. It's just, it's, it's just so stupid. But let's get back to the fun. We have a quick <laughs> Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift update. See, they're trailers, so we go to the trailer park. See, Travis Taylor. Tra- trailer. I didn't make it up. Going down the trailer park and have myself a time. Famous faces everywhere. Rich folks with big reputations. Going down the trailer park and I waste up all my time. As I mentioned, uh, Taylor Swift had a couple wins at the Grammys last night, which proved to social media that the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, and great news. Uh, we already knew that, that the, what the plan was. It has been announced that Taylor Swift has secured a parking spot for her private jet when she attends the Super Bowl in Vegas on Sunday. Thank God. Nice. Oh, you get a parking spot? The uh, pop star will be traveling from Tokyo straight off an Eras tour performance on February 10th. She and her pilots and her team actually made slot requirements when she and Travis first started dating because there was a good chance the Chiefs were going to the Super Bowl and obviously the Super Bowl city gets overwhelmed with private jets uh, flying in, so they were smart enough to do that. Uh, Jordan Brown, the CEO of Jet Agency in Las Vegas, explained that private jet parking is similar to making (laughs) dinner reservations. Uh, At Henderson Executive Airport and North Las Vegas Airport, uh, Jones says, quote, we were filled up weeks ago, and we've gotten calls every day from people wanting to fly in for the game. It's a little disheartening that we can't help them. Do they do like they do with the rest of parking? Like there's pregnancy parking. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> there, there are. There, you know, if you read through this, there are actually some. Pre- there's something called the. Do they have this in here? There's something called the drop and go flights, where passengers are dropped off in the airport. Or the, air, the aircraft flies away or for parking oh, or whatever. So don't you dare park in so curbside. There's. There are all sorts of options. It is. It is just like anything else. So I know football parking is pretty expensive when you go to a stadium. What are the private jet parking spots yeah. costing people? It's pricey. I, I got a buddy uh, who, who flies a private jet. He said that the, the, the storage and the parking is what really gets you, not so much the fuel. Do you oh. get a handicap placard to put in the plane? Yeah, <laughs> closer up. It is, it is, there, is quite a, there is quite a process to it, too, oh, because you have to, you, have to you, or you, you reserve your spot by time. So you have to get there on time. Oh, damn. And you only have it for so long, and then you got to get out by a certain time because, again— Private jets are flying in all the time. So you're rolling late. You're like, get out. Guess, you guys all y'all gotta I gotta keep rolling. Yeah. Get out. Or they'll they'll tell you if you're too late. They're like, you've lost your spot, and you know, t- t- sorry, unless somebody else doesn't get theirs, and you, you fly, you have to land somewhere else. Uh, let's play the pressure cooker right now. Now remember, you get to pick the prize. Uh, if you're a 90 year older, according to uh, Sean, who emailed in an hour ago. You'll probably want the Alan Parsons Project tickets at the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno. That show is uh, Friday, May 22nd. Uh, Or you can choose the Killer Queen uh, tickets on March 24th. That's a tribute to Queen. And Yellow Wolf is Saturday, April 6th. All the shows are at the Grand Sierra Resort. You'll just pick which show you want to see. The Pressure Cookers are a daily trivia game that we play every single day, but we don't get a winner every single day. We sure don't. It's trivia. You either know it or you don't. You don't. Five right in 30 seconds. None of that matters unless you're caller 18 right now. You can do it. 888-989-9811. Caller 18 plays the Pressure Cookers. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. 
Our New Year's resolution was to in no way improve anything about our program. So far, so good. This is Rad Radio. And we got this email, rad at radradio.com from Zachary. Hey, Zachary. We were talking about flag football. The Pro Bowl was uh, this weekend, and for the last two years, the NFL uh, all pros uh, have uh, played flag football to avoid injuries. And uh, there's uh, this thing called uh, NFL Flag, uh, largest flag football organization in the world. About 700,000 members, half of them are adults, and they play flag football around the country. The other half are our kids, and it's going to come to the Olympics in 2028. Uh, and uh, next year, we'll know if NFL players are going to be playing flag football uh, in the Olympics. So Zachary wrote in and said, I was actually wondering about the blitz rules in flag football. That would be where you, you rush the quarterback. It says, according to the website, the quarterback has a seven-second window to throw the ball, which made me think, is it a seven-second count? Do you put a Mississippi in there? That's what we did as kids. Right? <laughs> One Mississippi, two Mississippi. Yep. Um, and who's counting? Is it the defender? Is he mic'd up? Because that could actually be pretty funny. Right, just turn it into a whole stupid, you know, stunt uh, sport. Um, no, if you go to the uh, NFL flag website, uh, they, they say the first rule of flag football is straightforward, no contact allowed. That includes tackling, diving, blocking, and screening, right? So there's no need for for there's no lineman there's no you can't block them there's no no reason to have anybody line up so what happens is the quarterback takes the ball and there is an official and the official does the seven second count and then he i don't know if he blows a horn or whatever and that means that the moron that's standing there just on the defending team uh he hears the sound and now he can run at the quarterback and try to get their flag that's how that works this shouldn't even be called football they should just but, call it capture the flag extreme or something like that can you explain to me why that's even a rule if indeed the person waiting to get the quarterback is not going to tackle them to the ground they're just going to grab a flag what's the safety reason of waiting because you're just going to grab a flag like what's well, not a safety seven... reason okay. not everything's safety it's okay. just sometimes Let's... it's just uh, it's just to make the game even easier so the quarterback gets seven seconds okay. for the players to run you know down the field yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah i'm open okay uh, only direct handoffs are permitted in uh, flag football. No laterals, no pitches. Take away anything exciting. No pitches. Nope, none of that. Uh, seven seconds past the ball, uh, and the quarterback cannot run with the ball. So with that seven seconds, they've got to, they've got to, they've got to get rid of it or just get. Ooh, that's gonna be hard for Patrick Mahomes in the yeah. in the uh, Olympics. Well, if they <laughs> enforce the same rules, yes. Yeah, like, uh, I, I guess. Let's just play the pressure cooker. That's just stinky. <laughs> Tickets uh, for you to see all these shows at the Grand Sierra Resort in uh, Reno. You either pick to see the Alan Parsons Project Friday, March 22nd, Killer Queen, which is a tribute to Queen on March 24th, or Yellow Wolf on Saturday, April 6th. All shows at the Grand Sierra Resort. Uh, and you pick the which uh, one you want to go see. Hello, Caller 18. Uh, William, good morning. Hello, anybody. Hello. Hello. Here's how this works. Your timer will begin when I finish reading the first question, which is true-false. So you got to get that one right with the fifth, fifth shot, and then you got to get four more to win. You can pass any questions you want. We'll do a recap when we're done to give you your score and everyone playing along the answers. And i got to take the first thing to say. So if you say flag football and then you say is for pussies, I have to take flag football <laughs> as your answer. Do you have any questions? <laughs> no. All right. Good luck. True or false, the movie Rocky won the Academy Award for Best Picture. True. Name the coach of the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Shanahan. Name the stand-up comedian directing and starring in a new movie about Pop-Tarts. 
Pass. Which city will host next year's Super Bowl? Pass. Name the former governor of South Carolina who made a cameo on the most recent Saturday Night Live. Pass. Which Las Vegas casino is set to be torn down to make room for a stadium for the A's? And pass. Okay. Wow. Excellent oh, showing. Buddy. Yeah. Well, I mean, we are discussing flag football. True. A lot of passing. Yes, he, he did. <laughs> and I mean, what an effort. What I especially liked was the way he took forever to then pass. Well, the pressure. Google wasn't loading fast enough. The, the pressure to even think of a city to say. Like, Maybe uh, you don't yeah. blink. Like, ah! Uh, we got uh, six questions. Hey, you only need five. Right. So as long as he only passed on one. <laughs> or the answer's passed. He'll be, he'll be good. Ah. Oh, yeah. I did that once. Mm. True or false, oh. the movie Rocky won the Academy Award for Best Picture. He said that was true. 1976, highest grossing movie of the year, nominated for 10 Academy Awards. It did win three, including Best Picture. Carl Weathers, who played Apollo Creed, passed away late last week. Named the coach of the San Francisco 49ers. He took a while to say Shanahan. Good enough. We take last names only. That would be Kyle Shanahan. Uh, he passed on, again, just name one. Name the stand-up comedian directing and starring in a new movie about Pop-Tarts. Chris Rock. Jerry Seinfeld. I mean, at least you're naming it. Uh, yes, no it's uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Did you know uh, that, or was that a guess? I knew that because I saw a teaser trailer for it over the weekend. During the Next on Netflix presentation last week at uh, the Netflix uh, headquarters, attendees were treated to previously unseen looks at a number of forthcoming films, including Seinfeld's feature directorial debut, Unfrosted. Which no, will, it's got to be Frosted. Which will uh, debut on May 3rd, <laughs> starring Seinfeld, uh, Melissa McCarthy. you got to get a fat woman because it's, you know, eating all oh, And uh, Jim Gaffigan. The movie focuses on rivals Kellogg's and Post battling to change the breakfast game <laughs> in the 1960s. Uh, Seinfeld last November discussed oh, his longtime man. fascination with Pop-Tart saying, quote, I loved doing it. Because I love the Pop-Tart. Oh, yeah. When I was a kid and the Pop-Tart came out, the back of my head blew right off. <laughs> oh. I wonder if it's good. Is it an animated film? No. No, no okay. So it's, oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. God, I'm excited for this. You know, the B-movie sucked is what you said last time. That was the last film I know Jerry Seinfeld probably did. Yeah, and this one he's directing. Oh. Uh, so um, that, when, uh, May 3rd for, uh, for that one on Netflix. There were a couple others that caught some people's eyes. Uh, new images were shown about a thriller called Atlas starring Jennifer Lopez. Uh, com an action comedy called Back in Action starring Jamie Foxx, and a spy film called The Union, which stars Mark Wahlberg and Holly <gasps> Berry. Oh, yeah, Marky Mark. Uh, that one doesn't come out until uh, August. Next question for the, the pressure cooker. Uh, which city will host next year's Super Bowl? Again, just say a city. Yeah. You know this one's in Vegas, but he just passed. New Orleans. San yes. Francisco. Oh. It is New Orleans next year. Uh, that was a guess. It will be San Francisco in 2026. Actually, Santa Clara and uh, SoCal uh, SoFi will get it in 2027. That's all we have for now. And he passed on the former governor of South Carolina, who made a cameo on the most recent Saturday Night Live. Nikki Haley. Yes. That was a pretty funny moment because she they were it was in the open, and the guy who impersonates Trump so perfectly on Saturday Night Live was up there, <laughs> and he was taking questions from cast members, and then Nikki Haley. The governor of South Carolina stands up and starts grilling the Trump character. The uh, actual but, Nikki Haley. Yeah. Just, I mean, that's funny. It, it, well, it is, except it's not because, of course, Saturday Night Live cast a deal with social media and how they should be canceled for allowing huh? right-wing wackos to be on the show. 
Uh, so that, that's fun. Go to social media to deal with all that. But it's a woman. Aren't they supposed to be happy? No, 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 no. <laughs> that it was a woman? It has to be a I woman mean, that like... agrees with you. Oh, right. right. Yes, trust me. I realize right. this right. So in the, woman yeah, land. Keep it to yourself. Ugh. And he, he just couldn't think of a casino in Las Vegas to, to say when I said which Las Vegas casino is set to be torn down to make room for a stadium for the A's. The Tropicana? Yes. Uh, the Tropicana will, will be torn down. It will be imploded. Uh, in fact, uh, Steve Mickelson, who I do the Mixed Pick Sports Show with every morning at 10 a.m., was uh, talking about this last week uh, He's because uh, he's based in Vegas. All of the Tropicana employees have been told the uh, first week of April is your, your last week. Oh. Uh, and then they will implode the Tropicana and eventually build a new stadium uh, set to house the Oakland A's. They're going to make it a more intimate state, uh, stadium, which I love that, uh, <laughs> because that's their way of saying we know people don't want to come see the Oakland A's oh, and when no. they're the Las Vegas A's. Oh, no. Uh, they already don't believe in them. It'll be a – I actually have the answer to this. Uh, it'll be a temperature-controlled venue. Oh, very oh. nice. Uh, about 30,000 seats. And what what's going on here, Steve Mickelson nailed this from the beginning. People that live in Vegas, the reason they've taken to the Golden Knights is the Golden Knights aren't coming from somewhere. They're an expansion team. now, So they're Vegas's team. Ah. Whereas – the Raiders come from Oakland. Now the A's are coming from Oakland. So Vegas people already have teams. They're already fans. Um, there's a lot of Vegas f- people that are fans of uh, the Rams, the Chargers, the Broncos. And then you bring the Raiders here because the Raiders are having trouble in Vegas. And so the A's have figured out because the, the, the belief is once they get to Vegas, that's when the team will start spending money and try to win again. But – if the Vegas residents are like, yeah, but you're the A's, and I, I already I root against you because I'm a whatever fan, a Yankees fan, or whatever. And that so, makes so much sense because it's kind of like if it's birthed in your town, you're more likely to abandon whatever team it was right. you've adopted because now you have your very own. Right. Or, this isn't your you know, very own. Most people don't follow the rules of the International Federation of Sports <laughs> Fans, including Steve Mickelson. He's a Red Wings fan, Detroit Red Wings fan, born and bred. But he loves having the Golden Knights. He's a fan of both. Yeah. He just I, I don't think I've ever grilled him on who would you root for if they faced each other in the finals or whatever. But still, I, yes, that's what most people do, I think. So is there an option for the A's once they move to Las Vegas and they get their stadium? Can the owner then change the name to something else sure. if the A's aren't working for him? Sure, he can do whatever he wants. I mean, he owns oh. the damn team. I mean, I think he might have to get approval, but I'm not sure. Uh, uh, but I'm, the name can be the names can be changed. Obviously, the Cleveland Indians are not any yeah. longer. Oh, that's right. Oh, but the A's are already kind of Vegas with that card game, you know. With oh, 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 but that's an ace, right? It's not just an ace. That, that would be the aces. Never mind. Yes, then there is a minor league team there called the, the aces, yep, and it's yep. the aces. Yeah. Anyways, this dude got two rights. Oh. oh, okay. Pow, pow. <laughs> that's all he got. It was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Something's going on with my, my button-pushing thumb today. I, I apologize for that. Uh, another chance for you to win at 9 a.m. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Nothing says I hate myself more than waking up and watching this show. So get Rad TV now by heading to members.radradio.com. Uh, we got this email, rad at radradio.com. I am guessing it's from a better class of Rad Radio listener watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com because I don't recall this being said on the show. So I'm guessing it was something overheard during a commercial break because you mm. still get the behind the scenes of what's going on. It says, Kyle, mm. hi, I'm with you. Those semi raw chocolate chip cookies were the best. Those in a Mountain Dew were the breakfast of champions. Also, (laughs) 
screw the Powerade machines? Yes. Okay, yeah. What What is all this? Brandon and I were having a conversation in here. It started off with Pop-Tarts. Brandon had oh. mentioned how he loved Pop-Tarts, and then yes. I explained how back when I went to school, uh, in high school, before um, Arnold Schwarzenegger was governor at the time, made it so that we can no longer have delicious foods in schools <laughs> and made it all healthy. Boo. So I was discussing how I used to get Pop-Tarts and a Mountain Dew for breakfast, and if there were no Pop-Tarts available at said snack shack at the school, I would then get the chocolate chip cookies there. And that was the breakfast of my sophomore year in high school. <laughs> and what? why the Powerade machines? Oh, the Powerade machines were replaced with the Coca-Cola machines where I could get the Volt sodas at the time or Cherry Coke, and they all disappeared. So I'm coming back my junior year after sophomore year, and they're replaced with goddamn Powerade machines. I almost cost uh, No more Surge. No more Sobe. It no. was all about the Powerades. Some. So we were reminiscing on high school food days. Really dumb to offer healthy options to our kids at school. (laughs) Right? God, just Uh, let them have a cherry coke. Absolutely. Good grief. Absolutely. Well, if we have our own money and we have the ability to choose, we should at least have the damn choice. Mm -hmm. Yes. Sure, you do. Your your, your parents can give it to you, and you can bring it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Those those choices do. I I did forget. We did stop at the liquor store before school. Times after that. And this this all began because we were talking about Jerry Seinfeld in May has a Netflix series about or movie rather about pop tarts. And that came up during the pressure cooker. Just from the maggots, 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 just from the maggots. If you're a maggot and you're listening to us, so you are. If you got jokes, email us rad at radradio.com. Don't call, you cannot tell jokes. We start with the, the children, and 13-year-old Athena is first. Hey, Athena. A wife inscribed on her husband's tombstone. Rest in peace till I join you. <laughs> <laughs> from 10-year-old Lily. Oh, sweet Lily. How do you stop your newspaper from flying away in the wind? How? Use a news anchor. <laughs> Obviously, Lily's mother, Jessica, had to explain to her what a newspaper is. <laughs> What is a gust of wind's favorite color? What? Blue. <laughs> Cute. Big D is back. Remember, he had to take Friday off from uh, dad jokes. He says, I hope everyone had a good vaccine weekend. Kyle. Yeah, hi. Here are some real groaners to start off the week. Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> okay. Why was the rabbit upset? Why? He was having a bad hair day. <laughs> <sighs> Why did the fish refuse to play basketball? Why? He's afraid of the net. <laughs> I envision a fish play. I envision like uh, like uh, SpongeBob fish that are walking around mm-hmm. on the exactly. What do you call a monster made of cheese? What? what? Gorgonzilla. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Wouldn't it be a moonster? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Just saying. You're done for the day, man. That okay, was really? Thanks. Bye. Uh, which food chain? <laughs> Which food chain is most likely to win at basketball? Who? Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) The one and her pronoun challenges continue. Donuts. Uh, These are from Rodney, who has his version of dad jokes. Hi, Rodney. I feel people these days are just too judgmental. I can just tell by looking at them. (laughs) Yesterday, I swallowed some food coloring. Doc says I'm okay, but I feel like I died a little. I can't believe someone came into my house and stole all of my fruit. I'm peachless. (laughs) I've never seen the insides of my ears, but I've heard good things. (laughs) 
These are from uh, Alex. Hey, Alex. I was walking down the street where the houses were numbered 64K, 128K, 256K. It was a trip down memory lane. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Oh, apologies on Friday. We did not celebrate National Ballet Day. You know, yeah, it was (laughs) 2-2. Oh. From uh, Keith. Hi, Keith. Why should you never brush your teeth with your left hand? Why? Because a toothbrush works better. <laughs> oh, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Okay. Oh, man. What's green and says, hey, I'm a frog? What? what? A talking frog. <laughs> <laughs> and these are from uh, William. Hey, William. Be careful parking in San Francisco. Oof, my friend parked there, left his Coldplay concert tickets in the passenger seat. Less than 15 minutes, someone broke into his car and left two more Coldplay tickets. No! <laughs> Damn it. Ugh. Hush. The horror. Stop. I love them. Uh, a husband comes home early and finds his wife in bed with another man. And the husband yells, what is going on here? And his wife says to her lover, see, I told you it was stupid. Jokes, email us rad at radradio.com. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Welcome back to Rad Radio. As Rob likes to say, it is what it is. Ah, what are we doing here? What has happened to this show? Oh, we got this email, rad at radradio.com. It's from Ken. Hi, Ken. I was trying to decide how to react to this, and since it seems like people are just in butt moods, I think I'm just going to be a butt. I love that. You're in a butt mood. I mean, it started at 6.30 when uh, we played Win Rob's Change, and a troll called in, had no idea. It made a terrible guess. Yeah, that was mean. Taking away the opportunity for somebody to guess, and also that means Clue 26 was not given out. For the Mega Bucket, we'll play in about an hour, um, which if things would have stayed on schedule, minus that troll, if we didn't get a winner, we'd be giving out what what Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator who's writing the clues, describes as the Mega Clue, uh, which is really supposed to make it much easier for those who've been playing along this whole time to figure out what she's been telling you about this whole time. But now that won't happen until tomorrow morning at 6.30 if everything stays on trajectory. And uh, Shannon wrote in and said, don't don't call him a troll. Don't be part of this awful society. Maybe he just wasn't doesn't listen all the time. <sighs> Doesn't know any better. Shannon's weak. And or, then, or just super sweet. I, uh, I forget who the other butt was that, that oh, no. wrote in. <laughs> Somebody that didn't listen or, or whatever thing. And now this so this guy it goes under the heading of, well, this is how this is how I experience it, so that's how everybody does it, kind of thing. Which I love that. I absolutely love that. So I was I was reading because uh, somebody asked, somebody wrote in and asked. The uh, from NFL flag because the Pro Bowl was this last weekend. They've they've gone to flag football for the Pro Bowl so people don't get hurt. Uh, and flag football is growing in popularity in America with both kids and adults. So the NFL very smartly they dove in and said, "Well, hey, if it's popular, we're the NFL. Let's let's brand it. Let's you know give people some uh, licensing stuff and all this other stuff." They got seven hundred thousand members in America uh, playing flag football. About half of them are adults. And uh, I wrote I read their official rules from the NFL flag website. 
and was talking about, because somebody wanted to know about the seven-second rule. So the way that is is the quarterback, because there's no hitting, there's no touching, there's no contact in the official NFL flag rules. Uh, so the quarterback has the ball, and he has seven seconds. There's a referee who's counting the seven seconds. And then in the official rules, after seven seconds, the referee honks or whatever. <laughs> I love that. And there's there's a... <laughs> There's a loser. I mean, it doesn't have to be only one. It can be more than one. Oh, but I think man. you only have seven players on your team, um, and you got to be covering the other six receivers that are out there running around. So um, the, there's a loser standing there waiting. Why, why is he a loser? Because he's just standing there oh. with his hands in his pockets doing nothing. <laughs> I mean, I guess he can he can wave his hands and try to keep the passer from, from you know, try to hit the ball if the, if the quarterback throws it. Uh, but at seven seconds when the, the referee honks, honk, <laughs> just a guy. He just honks. Uh that's when the loser can rush the quarterback and try to get their the quarterback's flag, but the quarterback has to throw the ball because the quarterback can't run with the ball. That's all NFLflag.com rules. Okay, so I was describing it. Okay, so Ken wrote in. And see, I, I kind of like he, – he, he starts the email by, by playing to me and, and saying, Rob, I know how much you love flag football and really want to draw out this conversation. I was like, okay, good. He, he gets it. Right, yeah, yeah. And then it all goes downhill from oh, there. Oh, row. I wanted to uh, email and clarify the seven-second rule and its relation to blitzing. Now, I didn't need a clarification because I read from the NFL flag website the exact rule. And, and I went to the rule book. I think it's page 11 is passing, and I read that, that the, the, here's our official rules. Now, I don't think that Roger Goodell, the commissioner from the NFL, is going to come to your door and arrest you if you don't play by the official NFL flag rules. I was just reading the official NFL flag rules. I wanted to email and clarify the seven-second rule, which I did not need. My son plays flag football. What's he? Well, come on. The quarterback has seven seconds to pass, and if he or she, it's so cute, doesn't pass, a flag is thrown, and it's a five-yard penalty. As for blitzing, any defensive player lined up seven yards off the line of scrimmage is eligible to rush as soon as the ball is snapped. The seven-second rule is for the quarterback to throw the ball, not rushing. Okay, where, where your son plays, that's the rules. That's not the official rule of NFL flag. That, that's all I was doing. I, I don't, yeah, I don't be, care about what? this at all at, at whatsoever. Yeah, and it would be impossible to read everyone's rules, so you just and, pick from the NFL one. By the way, since I'm not a loser or a pussy, I didn't watch the Pro Bowl. I don't know how they do it at the NFL level. I, I, I have no idea if they're following the NFL flag rules. Oh, man. And I don't care. I was just reading what was written in response to an emailer who wanted to know. That's all. I'm glad your son's enjoying it. Yeah. And that they have their little rules. It's just not how... It, believe it or not, Ken, people do different things in different places in the country. Not in his town. <laughs> Right. That's exactly right. In his yeah. town. Um, we also got this note from Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Says, Rob, I am aware that girls do not matter in sports. <laughs> but does that apply to women's sports if you are a woman? Women's soccer is growing. Ooh. Oh, wow. The only on. thing worse than soccer is women's soccer. Ugh. That's fantastic. <laughs> There's a women's soccer team coming. No, there's a new team in the gay area. Bay Area. That would be geographically closest to me. Would that be my team? Do I choose a team where I like the players? Do I choose a team where I like the logo or the prettiest colors? I know women's soccer does not matter, according to you, but after hearing about flag football, let's see what you say. What I say is three words. I don't care. <laughs> 
And I mean, you know, fun for you. I have no opinion at all whatsoever on women's soccer and women rooting for women's sports. Don't care. <laughs> and neither does the rest of the nation. Oh, as man. as evidenced by the attendance at WNBA games. I mean, you know, they, women playing basketball in America can't fill up arenas. How do you think the soccer is going to go over? Yeah. I wish I could defend you. I think it's great. I think it's great if you like them, and I think it's great when they play. I just I, I, I just have no idea of that world. I didn't even know one was coming. You and most of America. Yeah, well, I, remember, you know. remember, <laughs> if, if, something, if, if something is important to 1% of the population, and they report a year later, soccer has doubled in popularity. Now 2% of the nation cares about it, while 130 million of us will watch the Super Bowl on Sunday. For now, until it's flagged. So, so growing in popularity <laughs> is a stretch. Uh, we mentioned during the, uh, the pressure cooker, one of the questions, which uh, that guy was awful. He got two right. Uh, and he passed on things like, you know, name the city where the Super Bowl will be next year. He didn't even name a city. I mean, just say a city. For yeah, God's the pressure. Uh, but one of the questions was, uh, which former governor of South Carolina appeared on Saturday Night Live this weekend? It was Nikki Haley. She's running against uh, Donald Trump to be the, the Republican presidential nominee. Doesn't look likely that she's going to pull it off, but we got time uh, before that can be official. Uh, so she showed up. She was a, it was the, it was the cold open. And uh, the guy who just plays Trump beautifully uh, was part of it. He was taking questions from the audience, and it was Saturday Night Live member, Saturday Night Live member. And then, oh, there's Nikki, the real Nikki Haley. And uh, she was doing some punchlines about his age because you got the two 80-year-olds basically uh, running for president. Yeah. Uh, about the fact that he won't debate her. Uh, jabbed at his unhinged statements. Suggested he take a mental competency test. Uh, remember, uh, Trump last week or so uh, for five minutes rambled about Nikki Haley being at the January 6th riots when he was talking about Nancy Pelosi. Oh. And he's he's made a few other very strange Joe Biden like comments and he's oh, he's he's been great. he's been captured kind of walking oh, funny. Yeah. You know, That's what so. needs to happen. Trump and Biden they need to be captured. So uh so Haley's <laughs> Haley's playing the, the age card. Oh. Uh, and uh and of course after she was done, Trump used his uh Truth Social account to post about Nikki Haley. Uh, brought up her flip-flops on various issues from taxes to running for president, and she's got a new nickname ah. uh, from Trump. She is now Tricky Nikki. <laughs> we got this email, uh, rad at radradio.com oh from Jason. This is embarrassing. Who says, uh, Rob, I have a question. You stated from some source that 75% of Americans don't want a repeat of Trump-Biden this November. If that's true then when does it seem like that's what's going to happen? I think he means why does it seem like that's what's going to happen. Shouldn't we have a 75% ability to put other people in those spots? Why isn't that going to happen? Kind of convoluted, but I'll do my best. But it wasn't, by the way, some source. This has been consistent across all polling for two years. Uh, and I just grabbed a handful this morning when I saw your email. July of 2022, a CNN poll found 75% of Democratic voters want the party to nominate someone other than President Biden. Those are Democratic voters saying we don't want the guy in the White House who's a Democrat to run again. The CNBC poll in December of 2022 asked if President Joe Biden or former President Donald Trump should run again for president. 61% of the poll public think Trump should not run. 70% say Biden should not run. 
37% of Republicans do not want Trump to run. 61% of independents do not want Trump to run. For Biden, 57% of Democrats in this survey in December of 22 said he shouldn't run for office. And 66% of independents don't want Biden to run for office. So whether you do it as individuals or against each other, it's always between two-thirds and 75%. September of last year, an NBC News poll. 70% of Americans believe Biden should not run for re-election, half of all Democrats in this survey. Wow. 60% of Americans, including a third of Republicans, say Trump should not run for president. And then three weeks ago, Americans were asked about a Biden-Trump general election, and 67% said no thanks. So it's oh. not just a source, and it's been very consistent. Yeah. Uh, not that I'm trying to be in any way defensive. I'm not. I'm just trying to say I didn't just pull one out of my butt. Uh, it's been uh, nonstop, and this looks like what we're going to get. As for why— it, the, the convoluted way to, to explain this is, first of all, Biden is the president. He's the incumbent. And if he wants to run, he's going to run. There, there's only a few things that can happen. He, he could choose not to run. They could have Somebody could have mounted a challenge against him, but the Democrats have changed their rules about how the primaries are being done to kind of make it really hard for somebody to have challenged uh, Biden. There is still the possibility that somebody will get in his ear and say— we're going to lose if you run. And there are ways that that could change, but there's no way for the public. The, the, the Democrat, Democratic voters have no mechanism for not having Biden be their nominee. It would be the party. So all the Democratic voters, guys like you, me, whatever, if you're a Democrat, would have to yell and scream loud enough for other Democrats who are in power to – and it would happen at the convention this summer. It's, again, I'm trying not to be too convoluted because this stuff can really bore people to death. Um, the Republican voters, again – the the people that are voting in the primary, and this is where we're down to, is it going to be Trump or going to be Nikki Haley? Everybody else has dropped out. They're the ones that are most passionate for Trump. Um, a lot of people, and you have to be registered as a Republican in a lot of these states to even vote in the Republican primary. So the, the 75%, they're not involved or they don't have a, they don't have a team. They, they can't vote. And there's a lot of states still to come, but I don't know that anything's going to change. And um, pe people, when you in these surveys, everybody says in these surveys, when when you follow up, if it's Biden versus Trump, they say they're just not going to vote because it's such an awful choice. Which means the only people quote quote voting will be the rabid ones, those that are fervently voting for Trump or for Biden or against Trump and against Biden. That's how it's going to shake out if nothing else changes. I don't know if that answers your question or not. Jason, but I really tried my best to do it without boring everyone else to death. Okay, uh, here's how I think I understand it. When he said, is, isn't there a vote or something? It sounds like there is. You just need to register as one party or the other. And it's state by state, and in, in, it'll be over before most states ever vote because of the way the system works. Um, so even then, no. Right. Okay. I mean, really, it's, okay. <laughs> it's just the way the system is is set up. So I, so every state, right? So you're saying California, they'll be able to— Republic. Republicans in California will be able to pick a box for Nikki Haley or Donald Trump, but you're saying by then it will have already been decided. Well, I mean, technically, the California primary is on Super Tuesday, which is March 5th. That's the day that either Nikki Haley is going to show the country because it's like I forget. I forget. I think it's like 18 states vote on May, March 5th. Mm. And that would be the day where Nikki Haley can show, see, I'm gaining popularity. I am a challenger. I, I am a challenge, and then it would go on, and it would, be, it would become Obama and Hillary. Um, but if she gets walloped, it's over. So California Republicans have an opportunity to play a role in it. Remember, though, 
states like California, since they're not voting for a Democrat like Joe Biden, Democrats will go out and they will register as Republicans. I think they had until last week. I forget. I'm sorry what the date was. Uh, and then they will vote like for Haley because they hate Trump and those, so those kind of things. So I, okay, I'm bored. I'm bored. Yeah, and I pay no. attention to this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah. anyway. um, <laughs> this is from uh, Logan. Subject line: Butt mood. Okay. He says, uh, "I'm irritable today because I think I'm getting the ick." No, mm-hmm. no, no to the ick. Uh, it looks like looks like my wife and I are through it after five full weeks. Uh, but Brandon is right in the the thick of it. He was it. Uh, nice enough to develop the uh, the the throaty, chesty cough overnight, mm-hmm. uh, with all of his other symptoms that he reported from last week. Uh, Logan goes on to say, "I have a sore throat and a stuffy nose." Ken and the idiot woman who wrote about women's soccer and flag football are irritable. I think they would be boring at a party. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. Boy. Okay. You do got it bad. You got go to bed. You got the it. Yeah. <laughs> John wrote in and said, soccer's boring anyways, so women's soccer is better because lots of the lesbians that play are pretty fit and kind of cute. Toxic male half-joking, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, is that offensive or not? I don't know. I think the I, I mean I guess the, the the most offensive part would be that that lesbians are prone to play soccer. Yes, that, over there heterosexual it is. women. That's what rubbed me wrong. He, does he think every woman that plays w- is a lesbian? And wouldn't wouldn't heterosexual women that play soccer be fit and cute too? Well, and what does it matter? It doesn't. What does it, it matter what your sexual orientation is when you're playing a sport? Who cares? It doesn't. And okay, what does it matter what your sexual uh, orientation is if you're looking at someone for eye candy, man or woman? I, I, if a woman is a lesbian, I still find, and she's attractive, she's still attractive. I think he was just trying to have fun, and now we're being a butt. Okay. Oh, see? Butt mood. Yeah. It's a butt mood day. <laughs> and now we've caught it. That ick is contagious, and so is the butt mood. <laughs> um, let's see. This is from Jen. Hey, Jen. Flag football in America in one word, dumb. <laughs> it's as exciting as soccer. The only sport that women can get more gold medals in than men is the Olympics in soccer. Yes, that's that's true. Yes, And, and that's when America, every four years, we go insane over women's soccer, and then the next day, nobody cares again. Yeah, see, I think it's amazing for women to play sports. I just don't want to watch them. You and the rest of America. Yeah. Uh, I mean, unless, I mean, if they're your family member, of course, whatever. And even then, you know, I've never been one to go to a lot of the games of our nieces, nephews, and godkids. My husband, he is, they will forever remember that. They, they can think of almost every game any of them have played, and they can see him in the stands. He's amazing with that. Uh, Greg wrote in and said, I'm a year younger than Brandon. And in high school, if you were foolish enough to join the flag football team, you were lambasted with a variety of vulgarities that have not wa- aged <laughs> age well over the years. Homo, oh, yeah. Homophobic slurs. Yes. Oh. It's the worst. I would rather watch women's soccer than flag football. <laughs> Are they going to call this the NFFL? Flag football league. The NFFL. Flag football league. If it, I, yes, I guess if it became a national phenomenon sport, I don't know. what I, I think they're just calling it NFL flag. <laughs> You're, you, I don't think you have a butt mood, but you, you, you're just a butt? I don't know. <laughs> Phil wrote in and said, when I was in college, they had flag football intramural leagues, a men's, a women's, and a co-ed league. We would always go watch the women's league because it usually turned into some sort of lingerie game between the competitive girls on the field who would get, grab and yank at anything. Oh. Shorts, hair, shirts. Maybe leagues like the lingerie league isn't a bad idea. Men and women could be given uh, a little something to see. No, God, well, so misogynistic. Men do like watching sports. I mean, that would be right up our alley. Oh and, my God! I mean, that college is not following the official rules of NFL flag because <laughs> yeah. there's not supposed to be any con- contact. But no. Oh, mm. girls, you were not put here on earth to do that for them. Good grief. Ugh. <sighs> 
God. Okay, Jane, you're wrong. Oh, no. God damn it, Jane. <laughs> the Democrats have the primaries. The Republicans have caucuses. No, that's not how it works. What's a caucus? Yeah. A caucus, a caucus is what is what Iowa had. And the Democrats don't have anything this year. The, okay, Jane, why don't you go Google the next time the Republicans are going to vote. It'll be the South Carolina primary. Or the last time the Republicans voted, it was the New Hampshire primary. The states decide whether it's a primary, which is a straight election. You, whoever gets the most votes wins. Okay. And it's just you go into the ballot box and boom, you vote for who you're voting for. A caucus <laughs> is where you go into a room and you, you talk it out with a bunch of people. And you say, I think I'm leaning towards Nikki Haley. Well, I'm leaning towards Trump. Here is why. And then eventually you, you, you start to give your support to one group or the other. It's a whole long thing. What do you go on? What, do they get and so many on one side of the room yes, and the yes. other? In really? Iowa, in Iowa they do, yes. And then they distribute the votes in a different way. They're totally different things. Both parties do them, but it's determined by the state. Please, if you're going to drop political knowledge, make it somewhat accurate. Mm-hmm. Or leave well, it to me. Now that wouldn't be fun. Nor 2024. Something accurate. I'm being reminded by that story I told you last week. That the idiot that, that I worked with when we first moved here to Sacramento go to his house to watch a football game. Said, yeah, the white team always is the road team. The team wearing white is the road team all the time in football. I'm like, that's not true. You moron. You're just saying things out loud that you heard from some idiot. <laughs> oh, yeah, Rob. Oh, that Rob. Well, did you hear Rob? Oh, my God. He thinks that the Democrats have caucuses. The Republicans have right. That's totally not true. Do you know what caucuses also have? Oh, they have booths with holes in the wall, and then a little microphone comes through it, and then you tell that microphone who you're voting for. <laughs> uh, that's a great visual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Uh, why do people get into politics? I don't mean into politics as a politician, but like people that are like, it's like a sport for them. Oh, it God, is. God, man. It's a contact sport for them. Oof. Yeah, well, and, and I, 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 I've tried to figure that out over the years. I don't know if it's because they genuinely believe that things are going to change, like, and they're naive and they don't watch. They genuinely believe the other side is so evil. I mean, because that seems to be going around that their side is is going to make everything work, even though both parties are a mirror image of themselves in their own hypocritical ways. I, I don't know, and it's 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 worse for me now than ever before after watching everything that's happened in this century. In terms of presidential elections, politics, things that haven't happened, things that haven't changed, the things that have changed, I, I just, I, I do not know why people allow themselves to get sucked into this. Do you, the, the reason I, I, I can't, I just, I just can't. Anyone that tries to bring up politics to me, I'm like, nope, I can't. Go talk to someone else, and because uh, this is my personal opinion, I truly believe, and you're not going to change my mind. If you have picked a side, you are not a true American. I, I find this so un-American, how we just cling to one side and we believe our side is the way the, the America should run. How is that American? It's not. It is not in any way, shape, or form. That's China. That's, that's communism, man. You are so – and you walk around thinking you're the best Americans in the world, uh, in the country, because you've picked your team and they're going to save America. No, they're not. 
You both, both of your sides are ruining America. None of you are patriots. Zero. Founding fathers rolling over in their graves. Uh, just as a clarification, it's communism or fascism, because if you're on the left side of the aisle, that would be the Democrats. You go far enough left, you're communist. If you're on the right side of the aisle, that's Republicans. You go far enough right, you're a fascist, and they are both the same in practice. Uh, oh, let's, look at this. A guy wrote in. His name is uh, Dave Williams. Happens to be the name of my uh, paternal uncle who was uh, who served in the Navy and was a uh, 30-year uh, state trooper in New Jersey who passed away last week oh, from uh, prostate sorry, cancer. Man. So oh, I get to see get to see his name there. That's kind of cool. Oh. Um, and on the idea of everybody, people being in a butt mood today, Dave wrote in and said, politics are a butt. That is all. <laughs> Let's play Master of Movies right now. Uh, you get to pick the prize. We got a pair of tickets to see the Alan Parsons Project on uh, March 22nd. Killer Queen on March 24th. That's a tribute to Queen. Or Yellow Wolf, Saturday, April 6th. All those shows are at the Grand Sierra Resort. You will pick which show you want to see. For Master of Movies, you get a clip from a movie, and then you just have to tell us the title of the movie, and you win. Call their 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20, and if nobody knows the movie... R.I.P. Dave Williams. Droplets everywhere and no winner. Aww. 888-989-9811 for Master Movies. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. First, it was rad radio. Then it was bad radio. Now it's just awful. This is the Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. A couple emails, R-A-D at radradio.com. We had one uh, before we went to break uh, where uh, a guy named Dave wrote in and declared that politics are a butt because it's a, <laughs> it's butt mood Monday around here. Uh, you guys started it uh, with your butt emails. Yeah, you started it. Uh, and so we're just trying to be butts back at this point. <laughs> uh, but uh, but Dave, Dave uh, his last name came through on the email, and his name is Dave Williams. And that, I mean, I couldn't help but re- remember, and I just blurted it out. Uh, my uncle, Dave Williams, passed away late last week, uh, and I mentioned that he served in the Navy. I think he did the full hump of 20 years, and then he became a state trooper in New Jersey, retired after, I think he did 30 years as a state trooper, I forget, because he was in the reserves for a while. So he wrote back, Dave Williams wrote back, and he said, nice story about your uncle. I also served in the Navy from 99 to 03, so I thank him for his service. Aww. Thank you. That's very nice. And of course, uh, no surprise, uh, it's my dad's brother, and uh, he, my dad told me uh, via text, and uh, and then we texted back and forth about how, well, yeah, that's great, we'll live on with the memories, and there were no tears there was no sadness uh oh, i know i wanted to hug you but i was like no. what, what am i thinking no. he doesn't need a hug no I, I, <laughs> you gotta know your people I, as i told my dad through text <laughs> yeah. and we was texting back i i have the memories of of being of hanging out with uncle dave had some great times with him that's all i need i don't need to be sad about it we we knew he was gonna go so yeah. uh, bye-bye uh zachary wrote in uh, about uh, jane jane wrote in and i forget already because i didn't want to get any dumber so i didn't retain oh. it <laughs> But she wrote in and said, gave, gave me one of those just so you knows. Because somebody, I wasn't talking about it because I wanted to. Somebody wanted to know about, uh, about why we're going to wind up with Biden and Trump in November again. Uh, and she wrote in and she said, uh, and I don't remember. Did she say Democrats have primaries and Republicans have caucuses? Something like that. Vice versa. She's right. wrong. Yeah. They're determined by the state. Uh, the Republicans are the only ones voting right now. They did a caucus in Iowa. They did a primary in New Hampshire. They're going to do... A primary in South Carolina that's next. No, they're not. They're going to do a caucus. And uh, and then then there's there's this from from Zachary who says <laughs> Zachary's more right than Jane, but still wrong. Oh. In Jane's defense, the Nevada primary is weird. There's both. 
if there's both, then there's both. There's not a prime. Mm. I'll explain. There's a primary for both parties. No, but the Republicans are going to caucus instead, even though primary is a week before. It's stupid, confusing, and dumb. It's so stupid and confusing that you don't even understand it, Zachary. So I'll see if Michael can explain it because I don't want to. He wrote in and said, Nevada is having both a primary and a caucus. Only state in the union is doing it this round. The MAGA folks wanted to push all Republicans to vote in the caucus as Trump is the only viable candidate. Trump is not on the primary ballot, but Nikki Haley is, so the, the MAGA folks hope all of the delegates go to Trump. I want a third choice. It is very stupid what the Republican Party is doing in Nevada, and it is confusing people like Jane and Zachary to the point where neither one of them understands what the hell is going on. But yeah, I, I want a third choice, too, and that third choice is America. Um, Can we all just choose America? And then Alan wrote in uh, and said there are, uh, the, the, there are those big parties. After the caucuses, the caucus balls, which are really good times. Movie <laughs> master, master movies, I'm feeding you lies. Twisting your brain for a really cool prize. Action adventures like my comedy. Just take the film and you'll be supreme. You're a movie master, movie Prize for Master of Movies. You can either see the Alan Parsons Project on Friday, March 22nd. You can see the tribute to Queen, Killer Queen, on March 24th, or Yellow Wolf on Saturday, April 6th. All those shows are at the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno, and you will pick which show you want to go to. Caller 18 is Sarah. Hello. What's up? What's up? What's up? You'll guess first if you know the movie, you win. If not, we'll go to George. Hello. Where did you go, George? And Diana, you're caller 20. Good morning. Good morning. Hey. Can't tell which loser has their radio on in the background, Aww. so I don't know which one to yell at. <laughs> Probably Diana. Now they're all just going to turn it off. We are, uh, or they're all going to turn it on because it's Butt Monday. <laughs> We're looking for a sports film from 1982. I have the Tiger Man, the itch. And now you've got to get it back. And the What is that 1982 sports film? I have the Tiger Man, the itch. And now you've got to get it back. And the Sarah. Oh. Creed? Sarah, do you know the movie? Apollo Creed? Apollo Creed. Thank you. Okay. George, do you know the movie? Rocky. Diana, it's up to you. I was going to say Rocky, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. There was more than one. Yeah, there, there was. Uh, of course, uh, Carl Weathers passed away at the age of 76. He starred in all four of the Rocky movies, and this one was uh, Rocky Three. You had that eye of the tiger, man, the itch. And now you've got to get it back. And the way to get it back is to go back to the beginning. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe we could win it back together. Eye of the tiger, man. <laughs> Why'd you have to come here? I have the plan. Get back, man. Three more chances for you to pick the prize tomorrow morning at 7, 8, and 9 a.m. We just got this email in from John. Hey, John. Says, I wrote in a few months ago, I recently moved to Georgia, and I agree with everything Rob says concerning sports, but I have to ask, do you have a fly in the office? I have my earbuds in, and every once in a while, I can hear something buzzing the mic. I'm not complaining at all whatsoever. Love you guys. <laughs> um, yeah. Do we? Yeah. It's a, well, we don't have a fly, but I know what the, the buzzing is. What is it? I think it's the printer. It's going... Oh, sometimes I can hear when it. it. Prints, yeah. yeah and, I, and I think it's my earbuds sometimes. Oh. But then I'm like, but then I'll um, we'll go to commercial and I'll I'll hear it. 
The printer's like the Tin Man. It needs some oil and some of its gears. <laughs> so oh. it's probably what's been picked up. Okay. I, see, I can't tell because it's right at my knee. It's not always. So I, 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 I always hear it. Uh, so to me, it's like, uh, but we don't, we've never gotten any complaints. So we're, we haven't been worried about it. But, 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 yeah. Brand, but you, Brandon and, and Dawn, it's not that you guys think it does, it's made an audible change recently. I, there are it, times on the show where I, hear it and i'm just thinking we all we're all hearing it but we're ignoring it right just being a pro yeah. keep going and then there are i haven't heard it once today so it, this is just huh. what's so weird we've gotten a lot of emails today <laughs> over the last weird, week right? it seems that it's gotten more squeaky and i think it's just the spools they just they literally just need some oil on it. and and now everybody's gonna hear it of course they're gonna yes. listen for it yep. and they're gonna write it and they're gonna complain Rob, but monday and dawn the rob anybody. and dawn show New Year, same crap in the stupid store. Rad stuff, bad stuff, food stuff. Get yours now at radradio.com. Oh, we got this email, uh, rad at radradio.com. It's from Zach. Hey, Zach. He obviously did not get the memo that it's a butt mood Monday because <laughs> you're all being butts with your emails, so we're just decided to be butts back. Um, <laughs> yeah, neener, neener. Because Zach's got a good sense of humor. He's the one that wrote in about Jane the bitch uh, who oh. uh, said, Just there you now. Uh, Republicans only have caucuses, and Democrats have the primaries. Because I had to talk about Biden and Trump because of another butt emailer uh, who wanted to bring up politics. Uh, Actually, not, that's not true. We just had a legitimate question. But <laughs> everybody's a butt today. So then Zach wrote in and said, uh, well, to give James some credit, uh, actually here in Nevada, the the I don't know. I don't know what he said. He was half right because they're doing both. They're doing a, a, a caucus and a primary in Nevada. It's stupid. Uh, but Zach wrote back and he said, how dare you? You make your living paying attention to this stuff, and I only get my political info and snippets when I decide to rarely pay attention. You have made me look stupid, sir, and I shall go take my life in the most disgusting manner possible shortly. Thanks for all you do. Thank you, Zach, for for understanding uh, the nature of it. Uh, This is from Alan. Hey, Alan. Says a glimpse into the conversation with my girlfriend tonight. Aw, come on, honey. Rob officially declared today but Monday. Think it'll work? (laughs) Worth a shot. All right. Good luck to you, sir. <laughs> Pictures or it didn't happen. Oh, man. oh. Uh, we have been uh, we have been predicting the future since the beginning of time, whether it's Nostradamus or the Sea Scrolls. Uh, so somebody went back uh, and uh, did a, a deep dive. It looks like it was the USA Today, because uh, I've had this story lying around since uh, the, the it was 2024, uh, and they found a bunch of predictions that were made about 2024 from 100 years ago whether it be in various newspaper articles or, or government agencies or things. Mm. Uh, so let's see how they did. Right. These, are, these are actual predictions. This isn't a bit or something uh, that people made in 1924. Uh, now, this one, this one came up. This one happened. Not for the reasons the dude thought, but it happened. Um, uh, what was this? Uh, in a book called Wireless Possibilities, a guy, this is in 1924, basically predicted the Internet. And he said we would do we would doing be doing most things remotely, including working from home. Hmm. Whoa! In 1924. No, he must have sounded like a cuckoo bird back then. I mean, honestly. <laughs> yes. Work from home. They uh, no. What? Th- th- uh, no. They didn't even know what the hell that work from home that because you're at the farm or you're cleaning the house. <laughs> I mean, what, yeah. what are you doing working? Right. Like, right. No way. Um, a British politician in 1924 predicted life expectancy would be quote at least 100 years old. And we'd still feel fairly young at 75. His prediction was 75 would seem young. Now, if you look at life expectancy, 
that hasn't happened, but more people live to be 100 than ever before. And people in their 70s and 80s, more of them seem more spry. Absolutely. Than than most. Now, there are plenty of really bad off 70 and 80 year olds. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, especially with what's going on with the presidential election, it's amazing to me to see people and be reminded, oh, my God, you're the same age as Trump? You're the same age as Biden? Yeah. And they're, like, much yeah. more energetic, well-spoken. <laughs> they've, you know, they've got everything together. It's it's weird. That's the difficult thing about being in the 70s, for at least for me, is I can't pinpoint if you're, like, super elderly and have dementia and you're going down the road <laughs> to death or if you still got another 30 to 40 years in you. It's, it's, it's a little confusing. So I, I, it, I forget sometimes some of the old people in our family are what you just very spry. They'll even stay up on technology. But you are oh so reminded at times when they just say the most inappropriate thing. Well, and they literally don't know it's inappropriate. They literally do not know. And it, and it, and it shakes me for a minute. And I'm like, no, no. No, 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 no. We know that we've changed. Like, what are you saying? Yeah. Oh I my mean, God. Again, it's Ugh. it's person by person. To Kyle's <laughs> yeah, point, course. to your to your point. Yeah. Um, this this will not land in any way. Um, as a as a as a, an example, because we're back to dork world. Um, but there's a guy named Art Laffer who uh, worked for President Ronald Reagan back through the through the eighties, who uh, comes on the cable news channels regularly, and he, I mean he is. Brilliant. I might not agree with everything he says, but he's brilliant. He's whip smart. He, he, he doesn't miss a beat. He never loses his train of thought. And the other day, he revealed he had just turned 82. And I'm like, you got to be goddamn kidding me. You're older than both of these guys that are running for president. <laughs> yeah. it, it, that's what I mean. It's so weird. All right, here's another one. Back in 1924, a professor at UFC predicted that horses would go extinct because oh. the invention of automobiles would render them useless. Didn't do too good on that one. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. The, the buggy whip, it used to, people get used to travel by, by getting pulled around by horses. So this guy did what a lot of us do. Oh, well, technology, <laughs> ruining jobs and killing the horses. What do you think we were going to do with the horses? Like, I mean, they're still going to be just out in the wild. We wouldn't need them. Right, they would just die off well, because we, they were literally just for work. Right, we were, keep, we were keeping them around to serve us. And so, and this again, this happens. This is what we're all being told about AI. You're having one as a pet. We're, we're going to kill jobs. And yes. If horses go extinct, how are we going to get glue? And how do we gamble at the track? Well, that's that's one of the ways we saved horses. We created gambling. That that's actually a good example of the, yeah. that we adjust things. Um, let's see. Movie mogul D. W. Griffith in 1924 predicted that moving pictures would help end all wars. Because they were a universal language that could help us all understand each other, and we would have world peace in 2024. I mean, that is so sweet. <laughs> Swing and a miss. Yeah. Thank uh-huh. you, D.W. Griffith. I mean, that would have been lovely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's never going to happen. sweet prediction. Oh, I as, know. As long as there are humans on the planet. Oh, yeah, because we're terrible. We will not have world peace. Look what happened to John Lennon. <laughs> yeah. Imagine peace and all that. <laughs> I got it. I laughed. it. In a letter... To the New York Daily News in 1924, a guy said that women would be in charge and men would be raising the kids. Well, I mean, that certainly has become more acceptable. Absolutely. It's almost happened. It's not the norm yet. Um, a Department of Agriculture official in 1924 predicted that ultimately America would have to limit the number of kids we could have because we wouldn't have enough food to go around. <sighs> so births would, quote, have to be limited in some manner, end quote, by 2024. Again... 
in their minds, they did not see the technology coming, the ability for us to adapt and overcome, to travel the globe, to get, uh, to start importing and exporting at a greater level. And so this yeah. guy's like, what are we going to do? Too many people. I mean, by the way, people predict that now. Oh, my God, we have to, we're overpopulated as a planet, too many humans. Now, now there's too many humans because we're causing climate change. But there's just too many people. We've, we've been doing this forever. Yeah. We have been we have been saying there's too many people on the planet forever. For just some let reason. people people. Um, let's see. A real estate mogul in New York wrote in 1924 that by this year, 2024, everyone would be flying to work. <laughs> Eventually, we'd all be flying from home to the office and back home again. I wish. Right? That would be great. That's that's that offshoot of the, <laughs> the lie we've all been promised that is closer now than ever before of the flying car, the Jetsons world. Yeah. Uh, which they are going to have at the Olympics. Uh, what is it? Isn't it this year? Where they're going to start uh, using the commuter uh, cars uh, as like Ubers uh, over in uh, Paris. Uh, yeah, it is this year. That's right. I, I, I've always thought, oh, yeah, flying to get around. And then I think it through and I'm like, I'll be just as bad in the air as I am on the road. Everyone will be. I, 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 I don't know how they're going to figure out how to. How to regulate all of us being in the air oh, and things God. like that. Yeah. Uh, all right, here's another prediction from uh, 1924. Uh, our legs won't work anymore. What? In, Why? In 2024. Uh, the muscles in our legs would have atrophied over the generations from never being used thanks to the invention of the automobile. Uh, oh, Again, all because of the automobile. <laughs> this is, see, nothing has changed. No. We, this is who we are as a people, as humans. And they were putting on the ballot, don't let this happen or we'll lose our legs. As 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 people do not like progress and change, so they come up with, "Oh my god, we're going to be we're going to be riding around everywhere. Our legs will just stop working." Oh no. You have to use your legs to drive anyway. Nah. But not in 2024. By 2024, you won't need your legs to drive. My god. Someone predicted in 1924 that we would all be wearing flying clothing, basically suits that made us fly everywhere. You know, like, oh. I mean, we do have jetpacks now, but they're not common. Yeah, I mean, like, that would be kind of cool. Superman. Put that on and off as you enter the house. Yeah. And he, right? And they got to store it for you at the restaurants. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Don't I'm, steal my air pack. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, if I got a choice between flying clothing and a flying car. I'd rather be in a car for some protection because we're all going to be oh, bumping into each other yeah, up there. Donk! <laughs> uh, now, this one did happen uh, for different reasons. They said that concerts would be happening remotely. They predicted that bands would have to tour if they didn't want to. Their live performances could reach people right at home. And that certainly is. That's, that's starting to do that. I mean, that's started yeah. in a variety of ways. COVID pushed it. Mm -hmm. But there was all, there were already people that were watching concerts uh, on TV and pay-per-view and, and things Austin like that. City Limits. It's like the worst experience ever, though. Like, if someone comes out with a virtual concert and that's the only version we can watch it, like we did in COVID, it's sad. It's yeah. sad, depressing, because the fun is being there and hearing the music and feeling it. Yeah, I, I have no interest in them. But, yeah, it does. It's it, sad it, and depressing. But, I, I mean, for generations that wouldn't know... It wouldn't be sad and depressing to them. It'd be normal. Right. We're all gonna have to. <laughs> like, we're all gonna have to suffer through the change. Yeah. And and eventually it's like you know if you don't know any better you don't know any better and you say oh this isn't this great. Exactly. No. <laughs> Let's get to a Win Rob's change. We do it every morning at six thirty and nine thirty. Uh... Right on par with Butt Monday. We had a butt <laughs> call in at six thirty. Clearly had no clue, or was just trying to be a butt. Uh, made a guess that was asinine, so we didn't give you another clue because that's the rule. Uh, but if you've already figured it out, what do you care? Uh, if not, we will give you clue 26, which means if no butts show up <laughs> right now or tomorrow morning at 630, 
and we don't get a winner. The mega clue from Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, who's writing all the clues for the mega bucket. Clue number 27 will be given tomorrow morning at 6.30. For now, if you, if you know it, you'll win that amount of money. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's chain. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Rob, anybody, and Dawn, setting the standards since standards were dramatically lowered. This is Rad Radio. We got this email uh, just a few minutes ago, actually, from loyal maggot Lisa. Hi, Lisa. She says, good morning, Rad. May I please request a birthday shout-out for myself? I am turning a crusty, dusty 48 <laughs> years old today. Oh, oh, so crusty. That's not too bad. And <laughs> quite dusty. No, dusty yet. She says, I am driving back from getting a routine pap schmear. Yes, I scheduled uh. that just to make sure my hoo-hoo got some sort of action today. Oh. <laughs> what do they smear? Now eat your cake. Happy, happy birthday or we'll punch you in the face. Cream cheese. Is, or jelly. What? What did he say? What do they smear? Oh, my God. I don't know what it is. <laughs> ha- have a chat with your lady friend uh, tonight. Uh, remember, tomorrow morning uh, is a Tech to You Tuesday. Oh, it now airs at 11 a.m. because the Mix Pick Sports Show airs every day with me and uh, Steve Mickelson, Steve Mickelson and I, uh, at uh, 10 a.m. Uh, and then on Rad TV and at members.radradio.com on the Rad Radio app and in Sacramento on 104.7 FM and 890 a.m. Ian from Tech to You uh, does an hour about tech. And tomorrow it's a deep dive about scams. There's so many of them out there. Uh, he's going to go through some of the, the hot ones that are going around right now, including fake online postings that are luring information from job seekers. That's oh. the big one uh, that he, he's really going to talk about. Uh, also, calls from the IRS about tax penalties Meh. are big this kind of time of year. Well, that's tomorrow morning on Tech to You Tuesday. The Mixed Pick Sports Show will be in about 25 minutes today and every day at 10 a.m. Uh, then we got this email from one of our 85 Heidi's. Hi, Heidi. She says, I know shirts are made for almost anything these days, but I would love a Butt Monday Rad Show shirt. I'd what? buy a couple and literally wear them every single Monday. <laughs> the best things in life are free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. When Rob's change. Your best guess and estimate the calculation in rough shore of change. With rough change, what I want. With rough change, what I want. With rough change. On that note, we got an email uh, during the break from uh, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Uh, we got uh, caller 18 ready to go for uh, Winrom's change. She wrote in and said, F you, butt Monday. I was caller 17. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Missed it by one. Uh, Chris, the retired princess spreadsheeter in the gay area, gay area. Uh, wrote in and said, I may have retired as the spreadsheeter for Winrom's change, but I still am a P1 maggot. So like many others, I yelled out loud at my phone when that asshat called in this morning to completely troll the game. Mm. We should have all known then that was the beginning of Butt Monday. <laughs> it was, because because it was that jerk. Oh, man. And then Shannon wrote in, I think it was Shannon, said, don't, don't call him a troll. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, not everybody listens all the time. Don't be part of this awful society. And oh. it just, it's gone downhill uh, from, from there. And JW, come on, Jason, dude, if you're going to email me in your guess for the mega bucket for WinRob's Change, don't just give me the number. Tell me why. How did you get there? That's why? that's the that's the fun of it. Mm, Obviously, yeah. I, I can't comment on, on his guess. You're not going to get that on Butt Monday. No, you're right. See? More <laughs> Butt Monday stuff. Rick, you're caller 18. Hello. 
Good morning, Rad. Morning. morning. All right, Rick. Uh, you are guest. I mean, technically, you're guest twenty-seven, but uh, last stupid guest didn't count. So, uh, give us the right amount of money and win. All right. I promise not to be a total dumbass like the guy this morning. Good. Uh, my guess is three thousand one hundred thirteen dollars and twelve cents. Three thousand one hundred thirteen dollars and twelve cents. Oh, we sounded confident. I know. We're gonna do. You no idea how he came up with that, or if he's close uh, or not. But here is clue number twenty-six, which I was saying earlier this morning when I looked at him. Wait a minute. This this is almost the mega clue to me, but I know the answer, so maybe maybe not. Clue number twenty six. David Hasselhoff's car in the eighties. Oh. Is clue number twenty six. David Hasselhoff's car in the eighties. That is not how you spell Hasselhoff. <laughs> uh, think about it. We will play Win Rob's Change again uh, tomorrow morning at 6.30. Coming up in just a few minutes, if you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, when we head to the commercial break, you're going to get the Dogwoods Resort canine cam. Oh, the big little puppy. What's coming up, Brando? My dog Walter is here, and I'm going to show you what it looks like when he's dreaming and running in his Aww. sleep and barking in his sleep. Uh, we already <laughs> did a, a trailer update. That's Travis, Kelsey, and, and Taylor. Swift with the Super Bowl being being Sunday, but there is I do have one other story that that I didn't oh, get to man. about about the trailer park. Going down the trailer park and have myself a time. Famous faces everywhere, rich folks with big reputations. Going down the trailer park and I waste up all my time. Apple gossip day or night, people shouting back out trailer. Going down the trailer park so I don't get behind. Many stories, no free books, make up stories, you can tell So come on down the trailer park and meet two friends of mine. That's that's Travis, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift. So we already, already trailer. I didn't do it. Social media did. We already told you uh, Taylor Swift uh, won a couple Grammys uh, last night, and now she's got an album coming out in April. Uh, so of course that proves the Chiefs are going to win the NFL, win the Super Bowl on, on, on there Sunday. It is. Game uh, over. Because big Grammys involved. As, Why even have the game? Uh, as well. Uh, so we talked about that, and uh, we talked. To, oh, and and Taylor Swift has uh, does have a reserved parking spot for her private jet, so she will be able to park uh, at the Super Bowl. Uh, when she flies in from Tokyo. Thank God. Um, now, uh, Travis Kelsey has two Super Bowl rings. Uh, and now uh, they've made an offer, a special offer, to uh, Travis and Taylor. Uh, Larry Flynn's Hustler Club in Las Vegas, a mile from the Super Bowl site of Allegiant Stadium, is offering uh, Travis and Taylor the couple package of a lifetime if he gets his third Super Bowl ring. Wow. I'm sure they'll take it. On Sunday. The strip club would give the couple a $1 million package Whoa. that includes unlimited access to their money suite, an Ace of Spades champagne bottle parade, whatever the hell that is, $50,000 in cash, oh, they need that, <laughs> round-trip limo transportation, and a lifetime VIP platinum membership, which means free lap dances for life. Ah, oh, not even free sex, just the lap dance. Got to pay extra for the sex. <laughs> I have a feeling some of those strippers would hook it up with Travis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how that works anyways. No, you, I know. You, the joke of, like, when they say it's dancing, it's really sex. It was a bad, you know, bad Yeah, joke. that was that's awful. Fine. Yeah, because like, Kyle, what Kyle said is right. I mean, there are plenty of strippers uh, that will. These are very serious like, about your strip clubs. I'll do what Taylor doesn't do. Let's go to that back room real right. quick. Oh, mm -hmm. Right, yes, exactly. But it's, none of it's legal. So, yes, they wouldn't offer that. Um <laughs> This isn't the first time uh, that uh, oh, yeah. that uh, Larry uh, Flint's Hustler Club has made such an offer. 
Uh, of course, they made some offer to the Raiders. I think it's Jimmy Garoppolo or something. You can have the same thing. Uh, they, off- they also uh, offered uh, members of last year's uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights hockey team the membership uh, had they won the Stanley Cup, which they did. It is unknown how many Golden Knights have frequented the establishment since or how often they have, if at all. Mm. So they all come in wearing the glasses with right, the furry yes. mustache and the banana. Be hard to find video. The banana nose. Right. Well, that's, that's, that's why you go, no, oh, no, it's just that guy from Denny's again ordering the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity. Google it, kids. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. After a nice, long holiday break, Rad Radio has one thing to say. When is our next vacation? And now, back to the mediocrity that is Rob, anybody, and Dawn. Uh, we got this email, rad at radradio.com from Frank. Hey, Frank. Just played WinRom's Change. We gave you clue number 26. And I, I did say that I thought it, 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 that might be a mega clue, but I know the answer. So I don't know where a lot of you are after the previous 25 clues or if that one just threw everybody for a loop. But Frank thinks that it was it was a mega clue because uh, he wrote in and he said ah i knew it i know rob's bucket and i bet the next clue is <laughs> which will be what what michelle the pressure cooker calculator who's writing all the clues does describe as the mega clue that'll really for those of you that are putting everything together give you the answer or, or point you towards what the answer should be uh frank says blah 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 rob because he references the clue again that he thinks it's going to be tomorrow and let me get in as caller 18. You're right. We'll just let you get in. <laughs> Curious to know how many others have sent you the right answer. I have no comment on any of that, Frank, but I love uh, your confidence. Now, for those of you that don't subscribe to Rad TV, uh, you miss out on things. Like we just did the Dogwoods Resort, K9 Cam. Uh, and I believe we got to see uh, Walter uh, sleeping. Walter. Sleeping with his eyes open, it ah, seemed. Uh, very very creepy oh, when they do man. that. Yes, uh, dog, oh, my Brandon's, God. Uh, Brandon's dog is a, is a hound, uh, Walter, but the, the labs <laughs> at Williams Manor do that. That's very, very strange. Uh <laughs> Here's something else. There's something else you're missing out on. Product placement. I have in my hand here the Wake Shot from uh, the Happiest Hour, these two-ounce liquid shots mm. uh, that are made with— a cute with, bottle because packaging's uh, everything. All-natural uh, terpenes. That's such a girl thing. Packing, packaging is not everything yes, to men. Yes, it is. It, no, not to men. That's what I just said. If you would have just let me finish my sentence, Mom <laughs> and Christina and every other woman in my life, you would have well, uh, heard it. Uh, they they have uh, they have uh, the calm shot to relieve anxiety, the mend shot uh, to uh, to attack uh, attack your pain and your. We had somebody right right in who's got the ick uh, and uh, took three mend shots over the weekend and said the body aches that are going along with whoever's going around. They're they're they were eighty five percent cured, very odd number. Um, they've got the uh, the intensify shot, which intensifies whatever you're doing, most notably partaking. My favorite is the wake shot, gives you an all natural energy boost and clears your mind. Not every day, but oftentimes before the mixed pick sports show. Uh, with uh, Steve Mickelson that I, that I do at 10 a.m. I'll grab a wake shot because I'm, you know, I'm used to kind of like coming down um, and, and going into my, you know, my business side of the day. Um, so sometimes I need a little, a little pick-me-up uh, to get ready for the uh, Mixed Picks Sports. So it's just to prove that we actually do use these fine products. I thought I would do this for you. Oh, you don't shake you. yours? Mm-mm. I don't know. I like to shake it. Why do you shake it? I don't know. I just this... feel like things need to be shaked. It's a psychosomatic thing. I, I do too. Do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, we just got this email from uh, Julie. Hi, Julie. She says, OMG, I'm dying over here from Rob's comment about the Denny's guy wearing the fake mustache and the glasses <laughs> ordering the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity. I love that random throwback. It made my day. Hey, whatever, anything to make your day on Butt Monday, I'm, I'm thrilled to hear. Uh, if you're a welfare recipient and you're just waking up to start your busy day. Uh... 
Here's a recap via emails from allegedly working Americans Ooh. of what you missed on today's showgram. By the way, I should mention that those two-ounce liquid shots from the Happiest Hour are available to order oh. at radradio.com in the stupid store. Super store. But Monday is infecting my radio brain. I apologize. Uh, I, I, I didn't even think anything was missing. We will ship them right to you. You just go to the stupid store. You'll Super see the, store. Uh, the boxes, and you just order uh. them. Uh, we will start with Lorenzo. Hey, Lorenzo. Uh, yes, it's that time of the year. We get to do it every year, and nothing ever comes of it where a bunch of people say, oh, let's make the Monday after the Super Bowl a day off. It's Hell a, yeah. A holiday. And then, yeah. yes. Yes, it never happens. NFL Monday. Uh, so instead, people just call in sick. 18 million people are going to have the Super Bowl <laughs> flu this year. Uh, those that do show up will cost oh, companies $6.5 billion oh, in productivity. Uh, Lorenzo says, the school district that I work in, we always get either two Mondays off for president because the other one is Lincoln. Right, they get President's Day and Lincoln's birthday at most schools. Uh, it says a couple times they gave us Friday and the Monday off. This year, one of our holidays lands on the Monday after the Super Bowl. Okay. Oh, it's just perfect. a humble brag. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Lorenzo. <laughs> Poor Philina. And if you go to a party, be sure to tell everyone, hey, hey, I yes. got tomorrow off. Yes. In fact, if you're not going to a party, what is wrong with yeah. you? Yeah. Just so you could do that. Yeah. Um, oh, we had, we had uh, Kenny, the garbage man, start the show this morning. Kenny. Uh, asking, or uh, clarifying, rather, that uh, no, it's not okay for men to use umbrellas unless you're holding it for your woman. Because he, 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 he was a garbage man. He's like, my, one of my co-workers is using a garbage. We play with uh, garbage. Uh, this is from uh, another garbage man named Nick. Hey, Nick. Uh, we were talking about uh, IBM and how they're uh, forcing their, their, their workers to get back in the office three days a week. Uh, and they're still, they're like, no, no, I don't want to. We read a bunch of emails from people, including the woman who made sure we know that we're completely out of touch and, and we don't understand why it's so hard to go to the office uh, in 2024. So Nick says, these IBM people are pissing me off. <laughs> yes, I'm just a stupid truck driver. Oh. But I wish I could be paid for five days and only have to work three days out of the week. Mm. Your garbage men and women have worked every day since COVID and before. Yeah. The delivery men and women, the over-the-road drivers, the mail carriers, and us garbage folks Hell yeah. have not had the days off. I can't say we didn't care about COVID, but we also made sure everything was delivered and everything was picked up every day. Stop being lazy and go back to work, you POS. <laughs> I don't know why you're calling them a point of sale, but okay. I mean, everybody has their own favorite uh, insult. Uh, every day, if you watch us on Rad TV uh, at members.radradio.com, we put up a question of the day during the commercial breaks, and you email in your answers. Uh, we save them for the end of the show. What was, uh, what was today's uh, question, Brando? What is your favorite way to spend a day off and why? All right, we've got a variety of uh, answers here. Alex says, my favorite thing to do on a day off is a road trip somewhere. Road trip. Uh, somewhere beautiful. I live an hour north of you guys, so it doesn't take long to find beautiful scenery. How do you know it's an hour? You yeah. You don't know where we are. Yeah. I mean, Stalker. Weirdo. <laughs> Got a GPS on us? Uh, this is from Maggot Sarah. Hey, Sarah. I only get to, oh, uh, Mike, for the question of the day, I would spend it uh, watching Rad TV. Duh. I only get to watch live in the summer or rare other days due to attempting to educate the future of America. Oh, thanks for being a teacher. No power, so no school today. Oh. Too bad it's one week off from the Monday after the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Gosh darn Maybe it. Maybe Mother Nature will gift us another big storm uh, yeah, next, next Sunday. Yeah, somebody should pull the plug. I don't see why she doesn't put <laughs> Rad TV on in her classroom. I mean, the kids would learn a lot more. They would. Yeah. They would, and they, they'd enjoy it probably. And then they'd go home and tell their parents they want it. Oh, no. And they would tell them other things. That they heard on Rad oh, TV, like, boy. like how uh, how Dawn believes that if you if you inject illegal drugs, that's when you're, that's when oh, you hit rock bottom. Oh my yeah. god! But if you're smoking them, it's totally okay. No, yeah. That was li a little that's... tidbit from last week. Oh no, 
no. Amongst many other things that we we impart on the youth of America. I think she said smoking and needles. Got it. Are yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When you're yeah. smoking something, it turns to liquid, Rob. Because uh-huh. pot, you can still smoke. Okay. Whatever. As long as the kids are getting it right. No, I appreciate no it. kids should be doing that. You wait till you're 18 or never. Yeah, I mean, I would think if it's an illegal activity, we'd go with never. But, you know, whatever. You're the one in charge of this. So. <laughs> if your kid is listening to this show and they're cert- starting to develop some sort of spoon oh, collection, God. then you should probably be worried. Oh, no. Oh, God. Uh, Speaking of teachers, Heather wrote in and said, as an elementary teacher, I like to spend a day off going to the bathroom whenever I want to, finishing my coffee before it's cold, and eating lunch at a normal human pace. Wherever you want to? I think whenever. Oh, whenever. Okay. Yeah, going to the bathroom whenever. Got it. Matthew from Auburn says, what I would do on my day off is absolutely nothing. Just lounging around the house, watching my favorite TV shows, movies, listening to my favorite music. Then I think he pulled a Dawn. You know, Dawn tries to, like, be tough or insult people, and then immediately she can't finish her thought without, oh, no, never mind. Yeah, so he's going to yeah, be all yeah. lazy, right? He's yeah. going to lay down movies and TV, and then he goes, also, I'm kind of a gym rat, so I'd be working out, too. Thank you for clarifying that. We were going to call you fat and a couch potato. <sighs> oh, my Lord. And then uh, we got this one from Meg. Hey, Shut Meg. up, Meg. <laughs> my favorite way to spend a day off depends on the weather. A beautiful, sunny summer day. I'm at the river paddleboarding with my kiddos for sure. A rainy day like today, I want to be curled up in bed with my hubby doing the dirty several times and napping in between. Should have scheduled that for today. Womp, womp. Oh, <laughs> uh, if uh, if uh, you're watching this on Rad TV, the Mixed Pick Sports Show will begin in about five uh, minutes uh, at 10 a.m. It's also on uh, 104.7 FM and 890 a.m. in the Sacramento area. For the rest of you, we'll be back tomorrow. Okay, that does it. Screw you guys and going home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. Go on and go home, you fat chicken. Bye, diddly eye. So long. Adios. So long. Very well. Dar. Bon voyage. Toodle-oo. Ah, so long. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Sayonara, dude. So long. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> so long, stink town. Ew. Goodbye. And don't think it hasn't been a little slice of heaven. God bless the United States. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show.